0: Bring the ship up to broadcast, it. We're going in. Passing you into FM. The
1: hideout.
0: The hideout. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up. An eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through. Seeing all that you are And everything that you can never be Yes, an eye is upon you An eye ready to blink So face forward With arms wide open and mind reeling Your future has arrived you ready to go? The hideout.
2: It is an FM, Gary Springer freak show, shovel to the lowest common denominator. The hideout.
1: We've got a power to the people, routine, and a very loyal fan base. hideout.
0: We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry.
1: The hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The hideout starts now. Be somebody! Be somebody! somebody.
3: Ah, uh, what's new, J Dub? Are we on? Are the are the mics on? Mics on?
4: Yeah, the mics are on. Now you're too low. Now
3: we're too low. <laughs> Can you turn us up a little bit turn our there? mics up. Satchel, run in there and turn the mics up. Yeah. The music is loud.
4: Turn the music down. Yeah, turn the music down. Turn the music down. Cut the music off. Cut it. Cut <laughs> it.
3: Cut got the it. music <laughs> off. Got,
4: got, it, it. got
3: it. Got it. Got it got it, got it. sideshow let a- us kn- let us know when the when the levels are good well the music uh, it got a little bit louder as you told him to shut it down how's uh, that is that good now the musics uh, yeah it's a little better are we on the air you are good now that's the question is this actually on the radio turns out my friend I think it is what's new well, what are you doing uh welcome to the hideout my friends it is el jefe and j dubs And it is Saturday night, so that means we are live, as you can tell, not (laughs) pre-recorded. And we are ready to hang out with you for the next three hours until Joe Radio. 800-636-1067. 800-636-1067. Hideout Radio is the website and the instant messenger name. That's right. If you go to myspace.com slash hideoutradio, you can add us as a friend there. Mm -hmm. As well, uh, if you have AOL Instant Messenger, as we are very interactive J Dubs has taken over the duties at Hideout Radio. Yes. So on your AOL Instant Messenger, log on, chat it up with Dubs, and uh, we are here ready to uh, to chat with you. Already, I'm sure people are commenting. Dubs is the greatest. Dubs is my favorite. Mm-hmm. Dubs is the best. Yes. So if you want to chat with Dubs, there you have it, my friends. All right, we got a lot of stuff going on on a Saturday night. I gotta I gotta pull back the curtain for two minutes. Um, first and foremost. Let me say this. I've not been this excited to do a show in a very long time. Uh, last week, at the end of the show, I said, I'm ready to close down the hideout forever. Had, How many times have you said that? I had a real moment of, I'm done with this. I don't want to do the show anymore. It's not the show that it once was. I know that uh, the hardcore heretics on the fan board, hideoutheretics.net, they knew it. There was even speculation. There was even a thread, have Hefe and Dubs given up on the hideout? <laughs> well, the, the answer, to be perfectly Wasn't honest... was that obvious? Yeah, the, perfect, the real answer was yes. We had mm-hmm. given up on it. But let me say this. As Dubs and I were driving home at the end of the week last week, I said, you know what we need? We need some new blood. We need to bring in some new blood onto this show. So that is exactly what we have done. Uh, we are adding two characters... To the hideout tonight. Two guys uh, that work with us in our secret location, our our our, uh, our Florida uh, hideout, if you will. So we got a couple of guys that we're going to bring into the mix a little bit later on, dubs, mm. that I think are going to be radio gold. I'm looking at both of them right now. I'm looking at them, and I got to be honest, one of them. Didn't even know, yeah. because he's in the other studio running the Preakness. He does not know that he is going to be a radio star. He <laughs> yeah. has no idea. He can he can hear now. He must be he must be yeah. monitoring us and not the Preakness. He doesn't know how much of a radio star he's going to be. The other one is just a natural. And so, part of what the hideout was missing before Dubs was talent, and <laughs> and that's why I am bringing in these guys. And I, I just we're running around the show. All right, let me be perfectly frank for a moment, if I may. Because we do that. I mean, this is you know this is WJFK. There's no such thing as a curtain here at WJFK. Uh, We're in Tampa Bay, unfortunately. That's where we do this Saturday night hideout. And we had been doing the show Dubs and I out of the news talk station, Mm. which is it's a good little studio, but it's small. It's just the two of us. It really feels like you're almost in a production room. We've now moved over to the studios of our sister station ESPN 1470 Tampa Bay. It's a bigger it feels a little bit more like it feels DC. real. Yeah, it feels real. It feels like DC did. We got room to walk around and have fun and really do some very cool things. So because of that, I said, A, we need to make a move. We need a change in scenery. Mm. B, I want to bring these two kids on. As you and I were driving home yesterday uh, from the end of the show last week, we even said, we, we need a change.
5: Yeah, you know what I mean. We need we need something big and better to happen with this show because it's it, it was getting stale. It was you know kind of just two men in a room,
3: throwing stuff back at each other because and hating each other yeah, because be, we were annoyed. Because here's what's funny though, Dubs and I we live mm-hmm. together. Yeah, we live together. We work together. We walk our dogs together. <sighs> so you're making it sound really gay now. Listen. I, there are times where we share the same toilet. It yes, happens. At the same time. But whatever. Back if you, back. Don't judge if you cross the streams. Yeah. That's none of your business. But what happens, though, is that when Dubs and I mm-hmm. spend so much time together, when we have to sit down and do a show together on Saturday night for three hours and it's just the two of us, then it's hell. Because we're just rehashing everything that we've talked about during the week. Yeah, I mean, we, there's nothing that we can
5: cover uh, on The Hideout that we haven't covered during the week already. We, we sit there, we talk, we BS, um, no matter you know, where we're at. So it, when we get in here on Saturday, it's just kind of, almost um, it's recycled to us. It may be new to you, but it's
3: very recycled to us and it feels old to us. Yeah, I mean, we even found ourselves last week doing the same jokes on certain things that we had done on other shows or even for each other and it just doesn't feel the same and that's not really what the hideout is next is contrived the hideout is not so anyway we are now here with you on 106.7 WJFK and we're live and we can take your phone calls at 800-636-1067 we're going to bring the boys in in a little while we're going to get to know them we're really going to start having some fun on Saturday nights and try to get that old feel back now, Dubs, there was big news this week not sure if you heard about this what's that? I got engaged yeah, I did hear. I uh, I popped the question to my chick. I was hoping,
5: you know, that you would come t- because I knew you were going out to pop the question. I was hoping I would come back in and you were be you'd be just a ball of mess it, sitting in the field position on the couch crying because oh. she said no is that really, and you have to move out. Is that oh, re- it would have been great.
3: I would have I would have giggled myself for days. Right. So we're going to talk about that a little bit later on once we introduce the uh, the new blood that's here with us uh, on Saturday nights in the hideout on WJFK. We'll get to that. Uh, it, it might come to a shock to some people that maybe haven't checked the message boards or whatever, Dubs, mm-hmm. because I've been pretty anti-marriage. And so I know that you want to give me a lot of crap. I know even the new kid, Satchel, like, wants to know the whole backstory, So it might be a good opportunity to get kind of everyone caught up from the point of view of a dude that hated marriage and wanted it once yeah failed miserably
5: i mean and jumping back into it so quickly after the, the first one
3: yeah i was married before you i know, was yeah i you was you know at sexual patch yeah i was uh-huh. i was married and i i just i was awful so anyway well, and i i might even be very 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 honest tonight i don't know i'm feeling kind of bold it's you know kinda, Why not? it's something about the hideout where you feel Open, <sighs> yeah, you feel open, and this feels real. So, anyway, Dubs, before we get into all that, though, I want to do the ha- I, I-, I want to have the opportunity for us to uh, to uh, to go through some headlines, some of the bigger stuff that happened this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and because that's one of the opportunities too for us. You know, whenever you're gathering with your buddies on the weekend, you talk about what's kind of the big news over the week. And I get to what happened to Obama in a bit. You know, there's some audio that we want to get to, but first of all, I want to try to save your life. Awesome. Because I have a feeling that you're going to get in a lot of trouble very quickly. Did you hear about the MySpace mom, the suicide case? Uh, I heard a little bit about it.
5: I, I found it deplorable how she was punished the way she was for uh, for basically just bullying around the a little girl a little bit. And the girl couldn't handle it, so she shoots herself in the head or something stupid like that. Right. Eats a fistful of pills and dies. I and hear- now some lady has to go to uh, prison because... You know, some girl couldn't
3: handle that. You know, she was ugly. I right, here is what happened. No, seriously, this is what the, this is the AP case. Okay, I'm fatty pig, fatty. It says, think twice between uh, before you sign up for an online service mm-hmm. using a fake name or email address. You could be committing a federal crime. Federal prosecutors turned a novel interpretation of computer hacking into an an indictment for a Missouri mother on charges that connected her to the suicide of a thirteen-year-old MySpace user. Dubs, this is what's very important to you because it's almost as if I'm going to be reading your bibliography or your – I'm sorry, your biography. Okay. Prosecutors allege that by helping create a MySpace account in the name of someone who didn't exist, Lori Drew, 49, violated News Corp's own site of terms service and thus illegally accessed uh, protected computers. Essentially what they're saying is this chick went in, used a fake name, used Mm. a faked email – and bullied this 13 year old telling her that the world would be better off <laughs> if she did not live and they, and, 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 and she was
5: right this world I, I after she died last week i felt you know i had a
3: more spring in my step i just felt better no, and i didn't know what it was but it was that this girl was dead oil prices have gone up since this girl's died so no that is not true it's not even
5: remotely related. That That's completely unrelated, but everybody's feeling better and having a better outlook on, on the war. I think the surge has worked better since this girl died. Here's what's going
3: on, though, man. They argue that if you sign up for the service, which is meant mm-hmm. to actually have, like, you know, you're supposed to give actual information. If you go on there and you do false things, including harass, abuse, or harm <laughs> another person, it's a violation, and then even to... They did this really thing where they they tied it into hacking a computer, and so now you're committing a federal crime. Dubs you're hacking a computer. Dubs, how many instances of this have you committed? Over thousands. The, yeah. Thousands on top of thousands. All right. Tell me. Why don't you explain to the okay. new boys what you like to do? Uh, if anybody
5: wants explain. to go check it out, it's uh, on MySpace. MySpace.com slash tko Scott. Um, it's a friend from high school that I will uh, mess around with, and uh, he was he was one of those whipping boys in high school that we would just you know make fun of at all times. And then um, a few years after high school ended, I, I missed picking on him, and I wondered, <laughs> how can I do it again? So I created a MySpace account for him and uh, started talking to people we went to high school with, and then I would completely rip into them, the people we went to high school with, just so my ten year reunion will be a little bit better for me when I go back there, and everybody hates him because he's been talking smack online. And also, but it was actually you. Yeah, it was actually me and and my cousin. We both uh, have the account, and we get on there. And also, uh, we uh, make everybody think he's gay and a heroin addict. So, yeah, anybody wants to go on check it out. MySpace.com slash T-K-O, Scott.
3: But that's not even the, the... Like, there were times... There was this guy on Craigslist that Dubs found. He was a guy that Dubs... Uh, Warren. He, yeah, Warren. He used to go to school with. The guy was in the men for men section. Yeah. Looking for looking for, dudes. for Dugan. Yeah. yeah. Looking for dudes and looking for, for penis. Mm-hmm. And so Dubs ends up... Uh, yeah, I, I see this kid. I, I
5: recognize him because I went to high school with him, of course. And he, there's pictures of him on Craigslist. Uh, naked, uh, standing up against the wall with his hands there like he's about to get frisked, but he's completely nude. So what are you going to frisk him for? You already can tell he has no uh, no objects on him. Oh, I'm sure something's hidden. Yeah, about to be. Right. Uh, so I got a hold of him. I told him I was TKO Scott from <laughs> Mindspace.
3: Is it always the same dude? Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's the normal. And uh, I tried to hit on him, and I, <laughs> I'd always give scott's actual phone number to people <laughs> so after a while of talking with them they'd think they think they're you know talking to scott and so i actually gave him scott's phone number and then
3: they'd call and what are you talking about who are you right warren it was uh it really was epic to see some of the stuff dubs has done now dubs do you feel like you should be uh like that's something like you've committed some sort of federal crime there at that point no i always thought and this is just me i always thought you were committing a crime and i'm personally glad to see that this is something that there's an actual laughing is not a crime it is when someone dies no one's died yet well this girl did and there's a chance that and, tko scott could <laughs> or even warren and here's well. the
5: it, it's not going to be uh, my my web bullying that's going to kill him. It's going to be the virus. It's going to be the same thing I took out Liberace. Stop <laughs> it. Uh,
3: 800-636-1067. So here's what I'm thinking. Um, I am now hoping that mm-hmm. TKO Scott commits suicide so that now I have just just nothing but archives of audio of you admitting that you bullied this kid, mm-hmm. and hopefully he says that the root of it all was his fake MySpace page. Which by I'd the above that too, that'd be great publicity. By the way, is he listening over there? Is the kid listening over there? Shake your head if you're listening. Kid's not listening. All right, the new kid. <laughs> he's not listening yet. He's he's monitoring the Preakness. We're gonna call him Twink, <laughs> and he's gonna get a MySpace page. Don't worry about. Thing <laughs> that we might want to do, yeah, in the future when it comes to the hideout in 106.7 WJFK. So Dubs. You're going to have a new person to pick on, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun for you, too. All right? So, by the way, what do you think about this? Should this mom be charged? She says she no. never even sent any of this stuff.
5: No, I don't think she should be charged, and I don't think that, uh, even if she did, even if she, you you are supposed to be able to handle being made fun of. It's part of being a kid. Right. And if you can't handle it. Then you aren't gonna be able to handle it when you get older, and you get fired from a job, or someone tells you you're gonna go shoot something up. Yeah.
3: Isn't this almost in a sense too like a whole Darwinism thing? Yeah.
5: She's not strong enough mentally to uh, survive the modern age,
3: so she needs to die. You know what? This has a lot to do with too, even like having an incredibly thin skin. Mm -hmm. There's something about the fact that you can't really take your lumps anymore, and this is a whole thing that I think ties into that very easily. Uh, It is, Hefe and Dubs, you are in the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. One of the things kind of somewhat related, Dubs, that came up in the Hideout headlines this week, sixth grade survey, classmate most likely to get pregnant. In Jackson, Mississippi, there was a sixth grade teacher who made her class take a survey to determine which one of their classmates were most likely to get pregnant, die, or contract AIDS before graduating from high school. Uh, one of the fathers of the honor students saw it, saw that his kid was the one voted most likely to get pregnant, so he's all upset, and he wants the teacher to be fired. What do you think? I think it's brilliant. I love it.
5: Why would you want to get fired? Or, or You want you to want have grandkids someday, don't you? <laughs> I, I would be pissed off if my son was the one picked to have AIDS, but... Yeah, I'm pregnant. That's not a big deal. Once the results were tallied... like,
3: wow, yeah, he is pretty thin. The that te- does make sense. The teacher told his daughter that the statistics showed that their classmates believed that she was one of the four girls most likely to become pregnant. Mm-hmm. Quote, I don't think she should be teaching kids. Those questions were out of place and inappropriate. What kind of lesson is that? What happened to most likely to succeed? Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. She's most, most li- likely to get seed. Yeah. So. Most <laughs> most likely to get laid. Mm-hmm. That's something you're actually kind of proud of. Yeah. It's not like she is a big fat cow like Taylor uh, Cruz, the girl went, uh, did, that liked me in the sixth grade. Did it show? Um, the person most likely to get
5: aged? No. Wasn't he just walking around in a robe, coughing all the time? Because that would make sense. Then I'd be like, Yeah, that kid's coughing. He's very thin and wearing a robe. He's most likely. Most
3: likely to get pregnant, most likely to die, most likely to contract AIDS. Were you most likely anything? Um, Yeah, I was most likely to
5: uh, host a Jerry Springer-like show. Wow, congratulations, Um, you succeeded. Yes,
3: Uh, most likely to... I had a few things. Cause someone to commit suicide? Um, Most likely to commit a federal crime on the Internet?
5: Yeah, but they didn't think it was going to be that one. They thought, you know... My downloading from
3: sites would right, get me. Right. I was most talented, and I was also Mr. South Grand Prairie High School. But none of that stuff ever really comes true. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Except for mine. I'm obviously the uh, <laughs> the exception to the rule. But did you, what else did you get? Most likely,
5: I can't remember. I can't remember everything I got. Did I they got have like multiple? Five or
3: six? Yeah. Or did they? Did, were there like regular ones that they always had? Because it's like most likely to succeed. Yeah. Um, we had like fifty uh so you had fun ones yeah would you be offended if your, your kid comes home and they said daddy i'm most likely to get aids before i graduate from high school well you got it when you were born so mommy's not the most clean of women that's all mommy's fault all right we're going to take a quick break we're going to come back and we got a lot of stuff we still want to squeeze in on the other side we'll do some of the headlines including obama getting into some trouble we got a uh A drag queen robbing a burger king Mm -hmm. which is kind of fun and then also too we're going to talk about the fact that i am now engaged and off the market ladies my apologies and and to go with that i do want to get into a little bit how dubs you've become a romantic and i don't know that you've necessarily realized it how am i romantic because when i was setting all of this stuff up Dubs was very womanly. Yes. He was almost like that, you know, the jealous fat friend who who wants it to be more about her yeah. than the actual potential bride to be. Dubs was really kind it's of. my day, too. Really kind of living in that world and disappointed that I didn't take him with me to, A, get, uh, pick out the ring. Mm-hmm. And then, B, he wanted to be there when I proposed. Yeah. Which he was not, and you still don't know how I did it. But I could see it in your eyes. I'm hurt. I could see the I could see the fat girl living within you, and, <laughs> and I could see how it was really breaking your heart. So we'll get to that. We got a lot more going on. Just now getting started. Maybe we'll actually start the show officially when we come back on the other side. It's the Hideout Hefan Dubs 106.7. Oh, and we got to introduce the new guys too. We'll do that sometime after seven o'clock when uh, when we have more freedom with our studios. We'll introduce the new guys. Satchel Patch. And twink. That's next in the hideout 106.7 WJFK.
0: Hideout. Prostitutes, pimps, gamblers. The hideout. hideout out with El Jefe and J Dubs. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter.
6: Punks are running wild in the street, and there's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it.
0: We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller and all we say is please at least leave us alone in our living rooms well I'm not going to leave you alone the hideout
3: back in the hideout half and dubs 106.7 WJFK live on a Saturday night dubs if people want to join us in the hideout how do they do it
5: by phone, 800-636-1067. If you want to do it by AOL Instant Messenger, Hideout Radio is the name on there. Hit us up there. And uh, myspace.com slash hideoutradio is uh, the MySpace page.
3: Fantastic.
5: Enjoy. If you, want, if
3: you want to get in on this Saturday night, a lot of stuff we're still going to get to. Uh, half a and Dubs. just g- glad, happy to be on WJFK in Washington, D.C., uh, taking some steps to try to get... Get the old feel back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll uh, we'll get to more of that in just a little bit here on this Saturday night. Again, if you want to get in, 800-636-1067. First, though, we're going through some of the hideout headlines. Some of the bigger things that happened this week that, you know, I just kind of struck my fancy and I wanted to be able to uh, to chat with Dubs about really quickly. Did you and I, I don't even know if during the week we got to talk about what happened with Barack and the whole Sweetie Gate. No, no, we didn't. Uh, Barack was in Detroit. Mm-hmm. You were from Michigan. Yeah. And he was touring like a Chrysler plant or something, and some reporter went up and asked him a question. And she some a- yappy broad. If yeah. I like the yeah. Some chick goes up uh, and asks Senator, "What are you going to do to help American auto workers?" We got a hideout download for you here.
2: Senator, how are you going to help the American auto workers?
3: Hold, hold on
4: one second, Sweeney. We're going to do a, gonna do a press avail.
3: <laughs> So he says, "Hold on a second, Sweeney. We're going to do a press avail." Well, later on, mm-hmm. this chick, this reporter, goes on to say... It's this dame. Yeah, I this sweetie never got her answer. So, it, I mean, it made huge news. Mm-hmm. It hit YouTube. It was WXYZ, Channel 7 in Detroit, Peggy Ager. I believe that's a uh, ABC station. Yeah, it is an ABC station. And so there was a whole bunch of just stuff brought up of, oh, my God, Barack Obama called a woman a sweetie. I'm
5: sure he's been called much worse. I'm not going to vote for Barack Obama, but if he calls someone sweetie, I don't think it's a big deal because I'm sure he's had epithets and stuff that end with boo uh, throwing at him a few times. So I don't think that that's a big problem, him throwing sweetie at someone.
3: Uh, did you see this chick? She's a pig. And I said... Subconsciously, he must have wanted to call her sweets because mm-hmm. she looks like she enjoys them. Yeah, because she is. She's one of those fatty pig
5: fatty. Actually, yeah, he wanted to call her swine, but it just came out sweetie. And well, so,
3: but here's what drives me crazy about this pigs. Here's the thing about this this fat girl, this mm-hmm. reporter up in Michigan. By the way, that's the way all the women look in Michigan. In case you did oh, yeah, not know, yeah. they're all obese. Because they refuse to go work out. It's my winter weight. Yeah, exactly. That's what they say to keep them warm. The problem, though, is that here you have a reporter making the story about her. Mm -hmm. This sweetie never got an answer. Shut up. It is not about you. This story is, if it's really all that important and it's really that important to Michigan, Mm -hmm. then don't make the story about you. But what really bummed me out was the fact that after catching some flack about this, Barack Obama apologized. It, and that is what really set me off. Because it, I, I wish at some point someone would stand up and say, look, I may have called you, sweetie, but I'm not going to apologize anymore. You know what? It, only, the only time
5: I uh, think that those apologies are okay is when I'm sorry that you were offended by it. I, I do accept those apologies from politicians because they aren't apologizing for saying it. they sorry that, you know... You don't have a, a thick skin to be able to hold up with a, with a sweetie comment.
3: Oh, this rhino, I'm sure, has a thick skin. That's not yeah. the problem. But what really does kind of bum me out is the fact that, okay, if you're going to be the president, mm-hmm. you got to be able to at least stand up to a fat chick. Because that's <laughs> who all of us, uh, you know what I mean? It's like if you can put down anyone, it's a fat girl. But if well, you've got to go back and apologize to a fat girl, I don't know if I want you dealing with Hamas.
5: Yeah, and I don't know if you
3: saw uh, Bush
5: this week, but he got up there uh, on... Yeah, you know, uh, I believe in front of Israel and got
3: this, ballsy. Who's this Bush guy you're talking about? Ah, uh, he's uh, the president of the United States. Oh, that yeah, guy yeah. He ran us yeah. into the ground. No, I got a great thing he from took Keith us the prosperity. Uh, Keith Overman. A little bit later on, that rips Bush, Bush a new one. Oh, really? Keith it, Overman doesn't like Bush? Shocking. But it, it, but still, though, it is actually pretty good. He really lays into him. But anyway, you were saying about President. Is he the Bush, worst person in the world? Uh, yeah, I think he should have been consistently for seven years. You were saying about Bush getting ballsy, though? Oh, yeah. He uh, stepped up in front of uh,
5: Israel and basically said people who want to talk and deal with terrorism, uh, terrorists, and uh, terrorist groups um, are basically people who wanted wanted to reason with the Nazis. Right. Which, if you believe that, you know, terrorists are that dangerous, he's right.
3: Here's who I'd rather talk to a terrorist as opposed to a fat chick. (laughs) And I mean it. And what does Barack Obama do? He calls the fat girl and apologizes. Hi, you This is Barack Obama calling to apologize on two fronts. Uh, one was you didn't get your question
0: answered, and I apologize. I thought that we had set up interviews with all the local stations. Uh, I guess we got it with your station, but you weren't the reporter that got the interview. And so I broke my word. I apologize for that, and I will make up for it. Second apology for using the word sweetie. That's a bad habit of mine. I do it sometimes with all kinds of people need no disrespect and so i'm duly chastened on that front feel free to call me back uh, i suspect never that, give the fat girl your phone, phone number she's gonna to call you all the time
3: whatever you, whenever you we me to call me back i thought it was special seriously
5: he didn't see me spit she'll send you pictures of stuff that looks like uh, a simpson character's mouth <laughs> and you won't know what it is until you really figure it out
3: <laughs> uh do not apologize. and Don't give the fat girl your phone number. Hey, you bring up Hitler. Did you see this thing? Uh, it's called Hillary's downfall. Apparently, there's this whole bit going on on YouTube where it's Hitler if from some ma- from
7: assume, some yep.
3: major like it's a movie or something. Okay, mm-hmm. and it's Hitler and he's in his bunker and he's got his his peeps around him. And I guess during the whole time in the movie, the actual movie, everything's falling apart around him. Mm. And so he goes on this whole tirade, of, you know, just this really this this tirade. And he's yelling. So on the YouTube version, though, Hillary is Hitler, told by her advisors that she's losing the nomination battle. She kicks out all but four of the room, blames them, the voters, the delegates and insults Obama and Howard Dean. If you Google it, it's called Hillary's downfall. It's hilarious. It's really – because there you have Hitler saying everything that you imagine hit, uh, Hillary saying like in a private room. You know what I mean? But one of the articles that I saw from a columnist said, is it okay to have a joke like this and to use Hitler in this type of situation? I think enough time has gone by. Yeah. You think? Yeah. I don't think it's – Because uh... to a lot of people that are in that are our age, 30, 27. You know, World War II, that whole thing, Hitler. Hitler's been, he's an icon. Mm-hmm. I mean, he genuinely is an icon in the way that Charles Manson is an icon. In the fact that he's everywhere. Yeah. The History Channel, people joke is the fact that it's the Hitler Channel because that's what people are constantly watching because they always
5: run that B-roll. I'll tell you, one of my favorite websites, I can't remember what it's called, but it's Hitler Dancing. And he's just sitting there doing like a two-step. And it's actually, you know, a little film of Hitler, but it's so funny seeing Hitler dancing. And that's You think of him as, you know,
3: up there being a tyrant, but that man liked to dance, too. And what's funny, or at least interesting, is the dude is odd. Mm -hmm. He's just an odd-looking guy. And the fact that he got such power by being such an odd, emo guy also adds to the hilarity. So when you have this emo guy with his funny mustache... Yelling in Charleston, about, yeah, yelling about the super delegates or whatever. But then you stop and think, well, okay, he did kill six million. Mm-hmm. So there's also that to consider. But I was just wanted to ask you really quickly, where you think, like, what's the line? Is is there? Is it too early? Is it fine? When you think about something like nine eleven or Katrina or whatever? No, it's fine. I can.
5: Uh, I've heard some decent nine eleven jokes. I mean, if if it's a funny joke, I'm gonna laugh. I've heard some decent Katrina jokes.
3: I'm going to laugh at them. It's all about if it's funny or hateful. And see, that's kind of the whole thing too that ties back into this thin skin thing Mm -hmm. that we certainly got going on here in America, where you can't joke about, you can't even call a woman a sweetie anymore. How on earth are you going to be able to have a joke or crack a joke about something that maybe you you need a little humor to take the edge off? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. But I see this, and I'm just thinking to myself, "Come on already! The, the Hillary's downfall thing. It's funny. It's funny because it's Hitler. You know. I mean, seriously, Hitler is funny. Yeah. The the dude himself and what he looks like is funny. What he did, what he did isn't funny. No laughing matter there. But but who he was as a guy, the dude's funny. And I just. I hate that you can't really laugh at anything anymore. You know what I mean? Or you can't call someone a sweetie anymore. It's just stupid at this time. Well, they always
5: have to pick a new word that uh, you can't say, that you can't call someone. I don't know if uh, there's any word that you can call a guy that a guy would get mad at. Um. I mean, if Barack said, I'll get, I'll get to you one second, homo, maybe then <laughs> some guy would be upset. But he, you know. And
3: this homo never got his answer. <laughs> <laughs> maybe if you saw something like that you know what i mean it might be a situation but otherwise i mean i don't know it is the high Out headlines f and dubs running through these really quickly before we talk about my engagement and bring in the new characters in the hideout if you want to get in 800-636-1067 uh also too, dubs i know this is something that was i have a question really quickly mm-hmm. what happened with you and your car accident what so do you mean? Remember, you got into a yeah. car accident. You were T-boned. It totaled your van. Mm-hmm. And I was just thinking about this. Other so day, Dubs got hit by a drunk driver. Yeah, the guy sped off. A Good Samaritan followed him, and the the you know the person who hit you. Mm-hmm. So that person ended up getting busted. You ended up getting a new car out of the whole thing. Well, what happened to your lawsuit? You never followed up on that. You've never um, you never talked it, about it, it before. Still, it, it, it takes a while. Are you still pursuing it mm-hmm. though? Yeah, it's still the the lawyers working on it. it just takes a while. Are you gonna be getting any money out of this? I
5: don't know. it, it might not because I'm not seriously long term injured. What do they know about your speech impediment? <laughs> that was there beforehand. Mm. Sadly. That's too bad. Yeah. If somehow we could have saved it. Oh, me. I could make millions if I would have got this abysmal speech pattern uh, afterwards. Now, that would have how, been
3: how great that would that have been if you're on the stand and you're sitting there talking and testifying and be like, Wow, ladies and gentlemen this is a man who's on the radio, believe it or not, with this voice and this diction. Obviously, he has been hurt, and he, he is certainly entitled to some money in future funds. 800-636-1067. Let's go to Ron. Ron. You're Yo, interview. hey, what's up? I
8: just wanted to chime in. You know, it's just what you guys are
3: saying about. Say it again, because on the radio, you really don't have the freedom to say that word. Yeah, uh, especially. I mean, you do, but you don't. They dump it out here. So. Yeah. So just be cognizant of that. But you were asking them, hey, how come you don't say the actual word? while you just saying the n bomb? Yeah. And what they say? They just say it. They're, they they just, you know, they were kind of afraid that, that something was going to happen to them. Like, they didn't want to get in the conversation, you know, they didn't want to get in the fight mm-hmm. or anything. Are they, are they, were they white kids? Yeah, and it's for, for a lot of white people. What are you? I'm Hispanic. Yeah, see, all right, well, then you can't say it.
7: The no, no anybody, just, I, I think anybody can say it. I have a lot of black friends, I have a lot of white friends. Yeah, you me know, too. And I, I'm always getting them to say it or whatever.
3: Yeah, well, here's thank you for the phone call, my man. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. You gotta understand that if you are a person of color like me, uh, El Jefe, a Mexican, I can say the n bomb and you, J dubbs Why you man, can't. can't? I can't. I can say it at a video
5: game because a video can, game can't beat me up. That's how I get by.
3: I'm telling you, there's certain license that is there. And no, there is, isn't. Not for you. There is part of it. Man, Latinos love to drop the N-bomb. And you never see black folks getting upset over it. They're like, that's my, mm. It is, but it's all in the way you say it. It's always us against you guys. you got to almost realize that. We are here to bring you guys down. We are here to try to make you the minority. Mm. And one day it will happen. One day it's going to happen. No, you, no, you, I I won't be here to see it. No, of course not. Because I'll probably gut you before then. And then I'm going to dance around in your white suit. You oh. see, I'm silly. <laughs> white people can dance now because I'm wearing a J-Dub suit. And I'm Latino and I know how to dance. You'll That's, never fit into my skin. <laughs> I, you're right. I probably won't. Uh, it'll be all tight on me like it's Under Armour because mm-hmm. I'm so fat now. <laughs> 800-636-1067. The reason I brought it up, though, Dub yeah. Dubs, your whole car accident because one of the people that came to your aid when you got hit was a drag queen yes
5: a tranny came up uh right when i got uh hit it, a tranny ran up to me is everything okay and i go yeah yeah i'm fine i'm calling 911 okay and ran away uh it disappeared like like a like a unicorn right yeah
3: it, it was magical yeah yeah Um, so, you never heard from the tranny again? No. You sure? No. Okay. Exactly. Just checking. Well, anyway, the only reason that made me think of your... I thought about your court case earlier. Mm -hmm. And if the drag queen was going to be called as a a witness. Material witness. Yeah, as a material Mm -hmm. witness uh, to testify to you Mm -hmm. and the way you pay. But, regardless... Mm I gratuita as well uh-huh uh, regardless there was a news story about a drag queen. and That's also kind of
4: what triggered it here in the hideout.
2: police department is looking for a robbery suspect, but this person of interest stands out from other suspects.
4: WDSU News Channel 6 anchor Rachel
0: Wolf is on your side live at 10, but what police have to go on in this unusual case? Rachel, what makes it so unusual?
2: Well, Norman, the tape really tells a tale in this case. It seems the robbery suspect was just as worried about matching his outfit as he was Making a getaway. The customer who climbed through the takeout window at the South Carrollton Burger King May 11th wanted more than just fries. This gun-toting thief was dressed in drag. The burglar had a revealing bus line and a beret in his hair as he demanded money and drove <laughs> off into the night. Non- but unfortunately for him or her, it was all caught on tape. WDSU showed the surveillance video to Howard Robertson, our crime and safety specialist, for clues.
4: By looking at the vehicle pull-up, we can tell that's a pickup truck. And if you look at the rims, you can see that it's not a Ford or General Motors. And the other thing I wanted to look at was whether he got out to drive his daughter.
3: Right, it sounds to me that anyone could have this job. Yeah. He's got some special title, and all he is is just sitting there talking about the make and model of the car. How do you gate this gig? It seems incredibly easy to get a job like this.
4: Well, he got out the driver's door or the passenger's door to see if he had an accomplice, somebody that was driving his vehicle when he left. And you see he got out the driver's side.
2: Robertson believes the thief is a cross-dresser because his necklace matched the dress, his <laughs> nails appeared to be painted, and the wig was not a dime store wig.
4: Most of the time when when somebody puts on a wig that they're just trying to hide their identity, it's just, you know, whatever they got, they just...
3: What if the guy's just smart? What if he figures if I walk in there with a wife beater and a wig on, they're definitely going to identify me? Now they're so focused on whether or not my ensemble matches, (laughs) they're all caught up in that, that they're not really going to be able to find me or catch me. I'm going to do my nails. Ooh, nice color scheme. This guy's a pro. Yeah, and I'm going to go the full distance. Maybe this guy's just really smart. If he is real, the first place you need to look, and
5: look for that ensemble's Craigslist. Yeah. That's where I found mine.
4: That they're just trying to hide mm. their identity. It's just, you know, whatever they got, they just throw it on their face or a Halloween mask or something just to hide their uh, uh, identity. He's being pretty. <laughs> All
3: right, funny. wait a second. All right, now, now this guy, he's going by personal experience.
4: He's thinking pretty. So a Halloween mask or something just to hide their uh, uh, identity. He's being pretty.
2: Robertson is surprised the thief did not cover his face. Doesn't matter in this case, though.
4: There's a strong possibility that this person is a cross dresser, and and somebody in that community will, will will know this guy. Especially if they see him on television, somebody will know him.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Now, police say the suspect was about six foot one, 180 on. pounds. Something yeah, someone will know him.
5: But well, who's gonna come up and say, "Yeah, I, I recognize that tranny." That's a uh... I've been over the, to, to her slum apartment a few times. Yeah, I picked up him um, up in an
3: alley. I've seen uh, him. I only I've recognized... tapped her big back a few times. I only recognize the back of her head, though. That's odd. That's <laughs> how I can identify. I recognize the part in that wig. That's how I get it.
2: Something else that's important to note, the thief was not wearing shoes. Did you see that? Probably because he had to climb in and out of the window. Now, did he have pumps? Did he have man shoes? We don't know. Also important to note, the time that this all occurred. Howard was telling me, with all of his years of law enforcement experience, that because he came in and out the takeout window, it probably indicated that it was near closing time, so this may have been somebody that could have cased the joint. Live on your side in Carrollton, Rachel Wolf, WDSU News Channel 6.
3: I love how it's live on your side. And thank you, by the way, for the report. Uh, I love the live on your side telling you about the cross-dresser that commits a crime. You almost got to think, too, like if you're going to commit a crime nowadays, you want to take it to that next level. You almost want to be memorable. You know what I mean? I'm surprised. Has anyone really committed a crime, like, with a Ku Klux Klan outfit on? Like, just taking it to that level? If, I mean, uh, I mean would be obvious... great for a black guy to do. You aren't going to look for you know a black dude if he's all... Planned out right you know just like really like seriously like taking it to that level whenever you're going to commit a crime like mm-hmm. that you know what i mean getting dressed up getting into the whole thing because i think this guy was actually smart in the way he committed his crime satchel let's do it. let's uh, go rob a bank
5: in blackface do it all minstrel sh- uh, show style
3: yeah that might happen uh but you think are you going to take it to that level you know what i mean if you're going to go out there and do something hey, you're gonna, grab the money yeah if you're going to do it you want to go all the way uh, 800-636-1067. All right, you you mentioned Satchel. Mm-hmm. That's the new kid we brought in. Maybe we should maybe we should introduce him here now just for a second, because I think I want to talk to him uh, here in a moment about... Um... Satchel's been uh, in radio for quite a while.
5: He worked over in Arkansas for a while, now in Tampa, and now he's joining us here at 106.7 WJFK in the hideout. Yeah, he's... He's an interesting
3: kid. Now, who would you say Satchel looks like? Our buddy shapy Well, I also said our buddy Bob Olson. Bob old, Olson, too, yeah. Our old program director. You know who else I think, though, when I see Satchel? A little bit Sawyer from Lost. Now, right. the only reason is because of the accent. Uh. He's, you got to forgive. I mean, I know we're doing this show based in Florida for D.C. and, you know, WJFK. The kid's got a bit of an accent, yeah, and that's part of what his character. That's just kind of who he is. Mm-hmm. Listen, he's a redneck, <laughs> but I don't know if he is. He's just like an Arkansas kid, but yeah. I, don't, I
5: don't know if he he's... sounds rednecky. But he's not really. He doesn't, yeah, do right. the whole redneck
3: thing. Now, here's the thing: Satchel went he doesn't ahead, burn black churches or anything. Cause... Well, we'll find out later. Mm-hmm. Uh, he created. Here's the thing: It's good to have a pro. You know what I mean? Like, we're going to have a pro that's actually with us now. He went ahead and created his own intro. He uh, Uh,
5: had some legal troubles in his Arkansas radio gig. And here's
3: what's funny. Dubs and I talked about this story when it happened Mm -hmm. and ripped on it. (laughs) And ripped on it. But now we're welcoming him to our team. All right, let's play it for two seconds here is Satchel's open, and then we'll actually talk to the kid for two seconds and then take our break. And we have. uh, Here's here's his open. Okay.
0: Lurking in the shadows. I'm appalled. Absolutely appalled and outraged. That, that anybody would stoop. To a stunt like that They don't know who this man Officials is Officials say a prankster from a local radio station lip Satchel You're looking at exclusive Fox 16 video. They don't know who this man is Witness the consequence, that is, the Satchel Patch Flip Satchel, I'm appalled <laughs> Absolutely appalled and outraged. The man that was wearing the speedo. Flip Satchel. is a team. Officials say a prankster from a local radio station spoiled part of that. Radio personality. Flip Satchel. It's KRK4's Dave Jordan joining us now live with more on this day. What you find out? That man is known to listeners as Flip Satchel. Now his actions are creating a buzz of their own.
4: And now, Flip Satchel. Flip
3: Satchel. Wow, very yes. impressive. Washington, D.C., Welcome the newest member of the hideout, Flip
1: Satchel Patch. What's happening? How are y'all doing? First of all, I'd like to thank y'all for having me on. It's, it's a pleasure to be on the air with you. Uh, for, all right. Uh, hold on a second. Before we get into this any further, i got to ask, uh, what crime did you commit in Arkansas? What, what is that? What I, was, I, I really didn't commit a crime. What they tried to charge me with was uh, actually distribution of obscene material <laughs> is what it was. All right. So what explain what happened to you. What's your story really fast? Well, I actually got charged with two felonies for the whole bit, but I was working at a radio station. Arkansas, you know, it's a little backwards, mm-hmm. and uh, they never had a gay pride parade before or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Gays were still in the closet, yeah. and they were having their first ever gay pride parade, and everybody in the whole state was making a big stink about the whole deal. Mm-hmm. And I said, listen, I have enough problems of my own to worry about who's sleeping with who. You know, I could care less, but uh, I saw a golden opportunity, to put my old speedo on, you know, get some uh, uh, hardcore guy on guy action, girl on girl action, and go distribute it to the masses. Give the people what they want. Yeah. you know?
3: All right. So hold on a second. Let's let's get caught, let's get caught off for a moment. Uh, by the way, where does the whole satchel patch? What does that mean? Uh, that's
1: pretty much what hangs out of your speedo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the name comes from. Are you kidding? No, that's that's your satchel patch. All that's right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs>
3: I didn't even really think about that. That seems incredibly more appropriate now. And I think you're going to fit right in in the hideout. Because if there's one thing the hideout's been missing, it's gay. We we really prided ourselves before on our homoerotic humor. And we've lost it a little bit. And it seems like Satchel Patch is going to be able to bring that back. All right, so Satchel is part of a radio stunt because Arkansas was getting a... Gay Pride, a uh, Gay Pride Parade, and so
1: you went out in your speedo to do what? Uh, cover the event. You know, I was a part of the media and for the I, news. Yeah, for and, the news department. And any, I always figured if you're going to cover something, anything's worth doing is worth doing right, or so I've been told. Embed yourself in, you know, infiltrate it and uh, get get the real story. Right, and, and, get some and
3: of the schmegma so, on you.
1: Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so I got some some you know pretty much door prizes for people that played my game. You know, I talked to them. How's how you know how you think the Praise going and stuff like that. Thank you, man. What were Here. the What were the prizes? Uh, Asian girls, volume twelve, No Man's Land. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> All right, things, so things you had, of this nature. So you had you had porn, was yeah. it gay, gay porn, porn or just yeah, porn? Yeah, gay porn, lesbian porn.
3: Um, yeah, because it is completely different. Yeah. yeah.
1: So you're handing
3: it out, and what happens? Like, why did you make the news?
1: Well, one of these, there was a 16 year old kid that happened to be at the praise. <laughs> of course, And uh, He ended up with one of the DVDs. And turned it into the police. How did you just, just end up with it? Well, did you, kinda, did, did I, you hand it to him? I didn't hand it to him. I tossed it. it and, <laughs> you know, I got some clips and stuff like this. But, you know, that and a salad. I actually <laughs> saved, I actually saved uh, one of these DVDs for the parade organizers. Talked to them said, hey, man, how'd your parade go? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And here's a DVD for you. Oh, no thanks. We got plenty at the house. So after they turned it down, I turned and threw it into a crowd. And that one DVD, DVD which was the last one I had, was the one that fell into this kid's lap. And then he went and took it to the police. Or his mother actually took it oh, to the police.
3: Mom, it's always mom ruining all the fun. Here, Sir,
1: why, he was at the gay pride parade. Why would his mom get pissed off that he got gay did, porn? The bigger question is, why did his mom find out? Mm-hmm. Now, you're 16 years old, and somebody gives you a DVD of some triple X material that you're into. You know, maybe a lesbian gangbang or something. Yeah. You put it under your bed, and you save it. First thing you do oh, no, is no, you no. don't run and give it to no, mom. Now, that brings up a great point, because whenever you got new porn man you protected that like it was the
5: holy grail you, you protected it and you hid in your room for days watching it you mean
3: it really especially when you got something new even as a grown man whenever you get something new you like, give yourself a good old-fashioned indian burn in your uh in your room for a few days yeah so you gotta all right so anyway we'll, we'll get to the whole thing a little bit later on we'll talk to you a little bit later on about it but it ends up in the hands of the police like yeah. you, you get arrested and yeah everything. i got
1: I actually turned myself in, got charged with uh, two felonies, distribution of obscene material. And the way the law states, in Arkansas, it's a felony to distribute, possess, buy, sell. You know, distribute any form or fashion obscene film, what's considered to be obscene. Right. But to give it to a minor is a misdemeanor. How backwards is that? <laughs> I'm telling you, Arkansas is a backwards state. So yeah, you don't have to tell us again. I could have handed it out to nothing but 16-year-old kids, and the worst that could have happened to me was a, a, a misdemeanor. But once I handed it to one of these adults in the, in the line that it formed, ooh, 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 gimme, gimme, gimme. That's a felony, All and right. that's what they charged me. Dubs, do you remember when we... When did this happen? When did this 2004, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we're, Early, we're, early we're, summer, 2004. Yeah, we were in D.C. at
5: the
3: time doing the hideout at night. And I know we heard about this, and you know what you and I said? We go, these stupid radio shows with their stupid gimmicks, of course something idiotic like this is going to happen. Good. We said, Don't we go, whatever, stunt boy. I hope you get arrested and they fry you down
1: there because it's a dumb radio bit. They tried. They really tried. Welcome come, to the show. <laughs> coming coming in and out of court, man, it was pretty hectic. All the cameras there. You know, Do you have any of those like, old, I mean, I guess you put it together in your open. Well, I, have, I have some of the audio clips. I have a little bit of video still. And, uh, you know, for for the longest time, me and my friends would have news watch parties on, I mean, Fox, ABC, CBS, all the local stations right there. It was planned at 5 o'clock on, on the lead news. We'd all have little watch parties to, to where... You know, what you what? Yeah. Did you what ended up happening to you? Uh, yeah, I plead bargain to a misdemeanor, something like uh giving kids cigarettes or something similar to that. Paid really? like a five hundred dollar so fine. Are you not registered as a child? No. But that's what one th- I was deathly afraid of it. You know, I was like handing out handing out this stuff and the thing is, is they had to prove that there was intent. To, that I knowingly did this, that I knew it was a felony. Now, if I knew it was a felony, come on, I wouldn't be out there handing this right. stuff out. I was just out there. You, you, got, got, pictures you, yeah. and, you got pictures of you? Yeah. You got pictures of you in your man, on my MySpace page. Really? Yeah. What's check your it MySpace? Uh, Satchelpatch at uh, <laughs> MySpace.com. I joined uh, J-Dub, so as h- soon as he gets me added up, you can go on there and check out some pictures. and uh, All right. Got some nice shots of the patriotic banana hammock. Uh,
3: there's Here's the new kid, Satchelpatch, in the hideout. You got photos of him? Yeah, I'm bringing I'm, up right now. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna play his open again. Well, we'll close it. We'll close out the segment. We'll come back. We're, we're not gonna go to break yet. But here, here's here's the, here's the satchel patch open again.
0: Lurking in the shadows. I'm appalled. Absolutely appalled and outraged. Flip satchel. That anybody city. would stoop to a stunt like that. They don't know who this is. Is the satchel patch. Flip satchel. I'm appalled. Absolutely appalling. The oh. man that was wearing mosquitoes Flip Satchel is a team. Officials say a prankster from a local radio station spoiled part of that.
2: Radio personality, Flip Satchel.
0: It's KRK-4's Dave Jordan joining us now live with more on this day when <laughs> you find out. That man is known to listeners as Flip Satchel. Now his actions are creating a
3: buzz of their own. And
4: now, Flip Satchel. Flip
3: Satchel. All right, there he is, the new boy in the hideout, Flip Satchel. Uh, joining us, he he works in the building in which we do. He seems like he could bring some good stuff to the table, and if nothing else, he'll just go out in a in a speedo because we want him to. Dubs, you're looking at his photos right now in his MySpace because he I just feel had a doing it. Do you? What's what's the gayest part of it? Because you got a little stir down there. Yeah, yeah, okay. I feel a little tingle. Yeah. It, and there you are. You're like an American, like an American flag. Oh banana. yeah,
1: actually, the, the the that was a new one I got when I came down here. <laughs> I Actually retired the old one. It had been through so much is hanging in the rafters of my apartment right now. Right. And I can't wear it to the beach anymore, so I had to go get a uh, little skimpier one for the for the beaches down here.
3: All right, Dubs. I have a feeling, because you you here. I mean, we've known yeah. Flip for you know Central Patch here for a while. See, you didn't get all the good stories from when you started here, though. No. I When
5: I started here, and uh, he was training me over here at the Tampa station, I got some good stories out of him, so I know he has a lot of uh, of good stuff to offer, some good experiences.
1: Yeah, you seem like a pretty good-looking kid. How old are you? Uh, 27. Just had my 27th birthday. So you
5: 27. Went- you, what, you bought
1: hookers? You've, uh, uh, yeah. you, can, you can talk about that in here. Yeah, have you really? Yeah. I really, it, was, it wasn't it was really a buy-in of the fact. This, I was in Vegas. I'd won a lot of money. It's like the adult version of Chuck E. Cheese. You yeah. get all these tickets and tokens, and you say, there's my prize. How many tickets? Well, 200. Right, right. Sold. <laughs> <laughs> all
3: right. So we'll take a break. We'll come back. That's the Satchel Patch. We're going to also introduce the new kid here in the hideout. I, if you can, pull some of that audio and video. Maybe we'll play some of that next week of that whole thing to really kind of properly introduce you. I mean, you got some of it covered here in the uh in the open but uh we'll take a quick break we'll come back we'll talk about me getting engaged satchel i want you to come in on this because you don't really know the whole story so it'll be good for new listeners you can have that perspective and uh a lot of other stuff as well pedro Lima was on
5: the the line because he wants to talk to you about your marriage our comedian buddy um, But he uh, hung up. I'm going to call him, have him get back on the line, because I know he has a lot to say about your marriage as well. So yeah, make sure we
3: get my, all that. My upcoming marriage. Yes. yes. Quick break. Saturday night, we're in the hideout. Hefe and Dubs, the newest kid, the Satchel Patch, on 106.7 WJFK. J-Dubs.
4: Keeping America baiting for 300 years. hideout. Wow. <laughs> Hideout
2: with El Hefe and J Duggs. It's
4: just two men
0: sharing the night. It might seem wrong, but it's just right. It's just two men sharing each other. It's just two men like loving brothers. One is screaming, he's so happy. The other's screaming, a passionate shout. It's the night man. i are feeling so
7: wrong
2: and right, man. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The Hideout.
3: in the hideout have fan dubs 106.7 wjfk if you want to get in you have the opportunity we're live on this saturday night give us a call 800-636-1067
5: that's 800-636-1067 hideout radio is the instant messenger name over on aol instant messenger hideoutradio.com is our shell of a website and Hideout Heretics is the fan site. You can also go to fullblownAids.com. Hideout hideoutheretics.net. Hideoutheretics.net. Uh, dot com goes the same place. Uh, Full Blown Aids. Also, fullblownades.com. Uh RonFest.net has a hideout, uh, hideout section on there. XM Radio Gold has a hideout section. We're Stink. everywhere.
3: Yeah, I'm trying to figure out all of them. I want to give all of them a plug. Well, you left, Fight out, my a yeah, you left out a lot of people. And they're disappointed in you, J-Dubs. Um, all right, so here we are Saturday night. FA and Doves, we just introduced you to the new kid joining the team, Flip Satchel Patch, who is uh, a character. Yeah, well, the big thing about him is he was busted for handing out gay porn while in a Speedo while doing a radio stunt in Arkansas. To a kid, to a, to a young child, to a 16 year old, to a minor. Um, <laughs> but and as we'll have him pop in as needed. Yeah, whatever he wants. This is just so Satchel knows, one of the big things is that um, the people love me. So don't interrupt me, but you can interrupt Dubs all you want because people aren't really interested in what Dubs has to say. And I'm already getting this. Hefe, can you find someone who speaks normally? No, I can't. <laughs> I got J-Dubs with his oversized tongue, oh. and I got Satchel Patch with his southern accent. What Hefe likes to do is... The number's going to go way up in, like, uh, uh, Woodbridge. What, what Hefe likes to do is uh,
5: kind of pump up. Sorry, that's my fault. Hold on a second. Stop it. I was running Stop something. it. I'm telling you, people like to interrupt you. Go Hefe ahead. likes uh, his diction to sound better, so yeah. he brings on people that have either a southern drawl
3: or an oversized tongue or a twink. Yeah, we got we got the new kid, I and mean, we'll talk to him in a second, we'll talk to the uh-huh. other new kid in a second. We got to get to the whole thing of the marriage. And the pending marriage that's coming up. Uh, But we will introduce the other guy that we've brought into the hideout. Because we just, we need some new blood. And it feels good. I'm already excited having fun with having these guys around Mm -hmm. us. There was big news that rocked the radio world. And more importantly, the world of Poon this week. And that's that I'm off the market. I have officially taken my name off. I have withdrawn from the draft. uh, And I uh, proposed to my... My girlfriend of the last three years or so, uh, to to marry me, J Dubs. Now, now there were this this made national news on a couple of different levels. The first one, uh, it was covered on XM Satellite Radio and the Ron Fesch show.
8: Uh, did you guys ever find out what J Dubs's uh, website is that he's writing this thing? And somebody sent it to me the other day, and it was hysterical. I guess he it does this death yardstick bit.
9: Yardstick of death.
8: Yeah. Well, he's got a blog about that now. But I was talking with, uh, Dubs last night. He told me our, uh, good friend El Jefe engaged. Really? Mm-hmm. And this time, to a white chick. <laughs> so, during the Bush years, he's, uh, married to a black chick. <laughs> now, if we're going into the Obama years, eh, he's, uh, flipping the script. To me, I said to him, I said, you know what? I go, El Jefe's, uh... Voting for McCain with his... (laughs) And just putting it out there because... Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, And that is true. Uh, 800-636-1067. So it did make national news, the fact that I am now officially after market. You could hear the hearts breaking. Mm -hmm. I proposed to my longtime girlfriend uh, of the last uh, two and a half, three years. I don't know how long we've been together. It's, It's long enough. I just know this is the girl for me. And I proposed...
5: Now, how long, you, you were married before, like uh, Ron was saying in that clip. Uh, and how long did you wait when you were with her to get engaged to her?
3: We were high school sweethearts. I think I engaged, I asked her to marry me my freshman year. Of college? Yeah, so it was like a year and a half, maybe. You guys
5: were together in your senior year, basically, yeah. in high school. And, and, then, then, and, then, and then it was uh, probably the first semester. So, so you basically, basically doubled up the time of
3: your last uh, Time you kind of decided you. Yeah, to I married. think I have a lot better perspective here. Okay. Plus, the other thing too was, dude, listen, you don't know this, Satchel Patch, but I proposed to my first. She was the chick I lost my virginity to. My high school sweetheart. She was hot. I mean, she was she was a former Miss Teen Texas. She was she was a very very beautiful woman. And I, listen. I pull quality, not quantity. But I well, thought, here's dude, th- I'm never going to get any again ever, so I may as well marry her. Here
5: is uh, Hefe's real big problem. He can't do one-night stands. Why? That's What's wrong with I, I said,
1: that?
5: Yeah, well... I know Satchel has no problem. Actually, uh, I was warned this week around here that if there's a hot chick that comes and works at this uh, radio station... You gotta jump on her quick because Satchel is fast in the draw and he won't let you you know that uh he's he's working it.
1: That's uh I don't I don't know who told you that, but that's totally false. <laughs> <laughs> Interns don't count. They never have worked here. <laughs> they just show up in the building. <laughs> All right, but here's what's funny though. How many have you done around here? Uh one. One? No. Uh yeah. We'll go with that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right, but here's the thing that's interesting though. I can't get into the mentality. Of having a one night stand. Why? Because I gotta feel like I know the chick. Because listen, oh. there are diseases. There are diseases that are out there, and I don't want to just go in. Yes, loogies, it, uh, loogies. prevent all diseases. No, that is not true. That is <laughs> not what's being taught right now in schools. Should be. Uh, but I don't. I, I just. God's condom. I. I gotta be able
1: to know the chick before i do anything with her i personally would never get laid if i got to know a chick i don't see how anybody was once but you get you, to know a girl that's it ruins it yeah all right
3: but no but see but see here's the thing though here's where i'm different from you two neanderthals i'm different in the fact that if i go for a chick i like to know her personality i like to know her and i will only hang out with a very cool chick like i don't Dude, but no, wait a second, though. I've seen the kind of strange and the kind of trim or whatever you want yeah, to call exactly. it that you've pulled, and they're hideous. Not, Not all of they're, them. They're ugly chicks. Some of them.
1: They're ugly. Some of them. No, I agree with kind of the both of you. I go, like, if I, you I want to stay on the show, you're going to agree with me. I, no, I <laughs> won't, I, won't date, I won't date these scumbag broads or no. anything like that. I will you know, I won't. That's the reason for the one night stand, because you get you use these girls for what they're worth, then you toss them aside mm-hmm. until that good girl Catch comes and along, and then once that good girl comes along, then you can go your route. But, but see, where you guys get clouded is you're never gonna see that good
3: girl. Dubs is in the middle right now of trying to find a relationship. The problem is that he's only used to dating really scummy chicks no, and going I'm out not. with really scummy
5: chicks. No, the girls I date usually are. are good looking nice chicks From with where?
3: with drinking problems yeah they're always damaged in some way yeah they don't like certain sexual things because well right. uncle did it to them. yeah well like th- you
1: like you've never been in that situation it's kind I of i actually have been in that yeah. sort of situation i was I, i've never been turned off so much well, a girl started crying after the fact and started talking about you were turned about- off by the fact, her uncle, it was actually... do uh, hot. I don't, I don't know if it was her father or her uncle, but somebody in her it's life mattered. had yeah. It is the
3: hideout. Hefe and Dubs joined by our new buddy, Satchel Patch, 106.7 WJFK. I had a situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, this chick's a lesbian now, all right? So I don't know if this has anything to do with it. I was uh, 17, high school, Thanksgiving break, all right? right, been The chick kind of looked like Tiffany Amber Thiessen, but with like a J-Lo ass. So she was hot, all right? Mm-hmm. She was a hot chick. And I'm talking to Tiffany Amber Thiessen. for those of you that are young, that don't know 90210. Kelly Kapowski. Yeah, exactly, mm. from Saved by the Bell. So I've been trying to get some alone time with the chick, and it just wasn't working out. I could never get any alone time because we were in high school. Well, the, the Cuban family that I was living with at the time was going out of town. So I purposely leave my window unlocked, so I break in, and because at that time I had to go stay with family because I was living with a Cuban family. It's a long story. Uh, those of you that listen to the hideout, you know it. So anyway, I break into the Cuban family's house because I leave the window unlocked so that me and the chick can get some alone time. Mm-hmm. So I get her in there. I'm finally alone. I'm thinking, dude, this is the night. I was a virgin. She was a virgin. This was, this was it. It was going to be that Friday after Thanksgiving, that I was, you know, yeah. I was finally losing it. Black Friday. Yeah, exactly. Although she was uh, Mexican. So anyway, we start doing stuff. Like, you know, we're making out, having a whole thing go on, all right. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and you know how sometimes you just, you work your way south. Yeah. Let's just yeah. say that. You know what I mean? If, you, the, if the chick's hot enough, <laughs> yeah. All right, satchel,
5: satchel it, you, like, don't work, you,
3: <laughs> you don't work your yeah, way? Yeah,
5: I do. I do. Yeah. All right. So... I'm not saying do it on a on a pig that's been at Bush Gardens no, it's, all day exactly. six that's, flags. It's more fun that way, <laughs> Really? Uh, uh
3: so I'm there. You schmecklomaniac. And then I hear I hear like sobbing. All right? Like I hear sobbing. And so I'm at this point where I gotta like I'm like, do I acknowledge the sobbing? No. no. <laughs> do no. I do I acknowledge? Do I ask?
5: Do I ask what's wrong? You kiss her on the cheek and you lick some, lick some tears to get that taste in your mouth.
3: Or do or do I troop through mm-hmm. and just pretend like I don't hear the sobbing? Plug away. Well, I didn't. I'm I'm like, what's going on up there? <laughs> and then and she's like, well, it goes and break into this whole story about how her cousin had done that. <laughs> Hey. What? <laughs> yeah, and you're calling? You're a hate uh, calling yeah. me backwoods, coming from Arkansas. Well, I don't know, man. Whatever. We were in Texas, so <laughs> same area, <laughs> All right. So I'm like, oh jeez. I'm like, so are we done here? Then is that what's <laughs> going on? Do we need to put on your clothes? And we gotta, you know, you gotta tell me the whole story. I gotta feel bad for you. And yeah, we were done there. So I mean, did I, you dump her the next day? No. I mean, I should I I tried to. I tried to even I never got it. I never ended up getting it. But that's like, it's somewhat hot, I guess, the whole thing, you know, when they start crying. It's yeah. somewhat hot, but like, I couldn't tune out the sobbing. It's no, too much. you embrace it. You don't tune it out, you embrace it. So, regardless. That's the soundtrack to your sex that night. But you know, I'll tell you where it, it has bitten me in the ass, though. It is the yeah. Hideout Hefe and Dubs 106.7 WJFK. It's bitten me in the ass because for 18 months, or 13 months, I was trying to get this chick. Mm. I was trying to get her. Because I had already invested all this time in her. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, then, but you know how many potential one-night stands, you know how it is in high school, how many potential one-night stands I missed out on. Exactly. Because I spent all that that time. That's what really pissed me off about my
5: last relationship. I got into it, like, right before I turned 21. And I was in it for five years. So I turned down a lot of one-night stands. I didn't turn down all of them. But I turned down a
1: lot of one-night stands in that five years. See, the thing is, is until you find that, that woman, like, you, you know, you're recently engaged now. Until you find that woman that you actually think inside, I would like to marry this woman, you can date girls and sleep with whoever you want because uh-huh. they're just broads. They're there to be tossed aside when Dang. you're done with them. Until you find that special someone, that's the time to cut the nonsense and act like a true man. My
3: problem is that I am always a true man, and I'm always finding that special someone. So I have now proposed to my chick. What was interesting, though, is that Dubs was a fat girl when it came to this. He was the jealous fat girl. Do you in some way feel like she's stealing me away from you? Because you were acting like that. When I told Dubs, I'm going to propose, man. I'm going to propose. It's going to happen. I just want to make sure everything was right. He, he, he was all about, how are you going to do it? Yeah. Are we going to go to the beach? You want to do it at the no, beach? No, no, no,
5: no. That was your idea, and I thought it was a good idea.
3: And eventually, I decided to go ahead
5: and... What, what happened was, you went and bought the ring without me, when you said you were going to take me to get the ring. You went and did that, and now, uh, you decide, you know what? I'm not even going to wait for the, uh, the engagement or the uh, proposal for the weekend. I'm going to
3: do it tonight. Yeah, my original plan was to do it tomorrow. Yeah. And I got in the ring. I and you went, did end up doing it, what, on Tuesday? I, I went and I got the ring on Tuesday. I liked having the ring so much, I'm like, screw it, I'm going to just propose tonight. I'm just going to do it tonight on a Tuesday night. On a Tuesday night, when he has to work in the morning, uh, go to bed at 9 o'clock.
5: Right.
1: So, is, is that a way to propose? Your kids are going to hate Christmas with you.
3: Ah. Oh, by the way, well, there is no such thing as Christmas. I don't believe in Christmas. I, I don't, you got issues, man. I yeah, don't believe you... in certain days. Like, I don't believe in just celebrating on a certain day. Like, for me, for my birthday this he, last year. He's a, he's, he never what, got presents. He never got presents. No, no, That's no, the I problem did, is. I did, but I don't like it just having to be on a certain day, so I have birthday week. And for an entire... <laughs> like shark week. Yeah, for an entire seven days... Uh, but with less eating, it's for an entire seven days, I had my girlfriend get me a different present every day of birthday week for me. It was
5: it was birthday Hanukkah
3: basically. Yeah, essentially that's what it is. But regardless, uh, I proposed to my chick and she said yes, and everything's cool now. But how'd, how'd you meet her? I met her through met her through the radio show. Really? Yeah, I met her through the radio show when we were in Orlando through a mutual friend of sorts. But she wasn't a listener. Good, good. Yeah, she wasn't a listener. But you know what? You didn't meet her for the show, though. Yeah, I met her for the first time on the show. And I remember seeing her. I'm like, holy cow, this is the hottest chick I've ever seen.
5: The funny thing is,
3: the whole time uh, she was in, this uh, guy we had on the show
5: for a while, uh, we called him Douche Chilled Jerome, he thought that she was all about him. Yeah. Yeah, he was like... She was staring at me the whole time, man. He, she really wants it. He it was an uh, odd guy. Yeah,
3: he was awkwardly Jewish and asexual. So and that was kind he, of his did, bit. Did
5: you see how nervous she was? She couldn't even talk around me. Right. But that's just because she's a very quiet
3: girl. So, Dubs, I'm off the market now. and We still fool around? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> because it's not cheating mm-hmm. if it's of your same sex. Yeah. 800-636-1067. Now the cool thing was, my chick never thought that we'd get married. She always thought we were going to be boyfriend and girlfriend forever, mm-hmm. because my first marriage—what's wrong with that? My first marriage was so awful. Yeah, and it, I really seven went, years, right? Seven years, sexless. How how long did you go sexless one time? There was one, one year. There was one year. We were on the air at WJFK. I think mm-hmm. it was that 2004.
5: Yep. I think it, the same the same at the same time you were handing out gay porn to children.
1: Uh, <laughs> he went sexless for
3: how long? I know that in a calendar year, I, I ended up having sex like three times.
1: You, did you talk to her about this and say, you know, something's wrong here? Was there any orderly No, there's change? no talking in that relationship. <laughs> no, nah, because the, the talking was mostly done by her. What and, do you do when you go to bed? You just lay there and don't even touch, no cuddling, no on the couch, kissing, no rubbing. I don't know. It was very odd. It was a very
3: odd. Here's the story, all right? I'll, I'll tell you this. So I used to like to have her on the radio show when we were in Michigan, mm-hmm. you know, because I grew up a fan of Howard Stern. He did that. So, of course, you know, I did that. Uh, Don Geronimo, who uh, recently retired here from WJFK and the Don and Mike Show, now Mike O'Mara doing a kick-ass job. Don did that, of mm-hmm. course, with his show. And so, I, you know, it's one of those things where I just, that was the kind of show I liked to do, and I liked kind of having it out there. Well, she didn't like being on the air. She didn't like being associated with the hideout and what Hefe and Dubs stand for. Mm-mm. So she told me, I don't want you talking about me on the air anymore. Well, that's... It got to the point of, hey, I don't even want you to acknowledge that you're married, period. So I had to then create a bit. I even said one night on the show, from now on, if you're listening now, you're now in on the bit that I am divorced. So I had to play this character on WJFK the first go-around. That I was divorced, that El Jefe wasn't involved. When really in my relationship It was I very may, uninvolved. I may as well have not been involved. Mm-hmm. So I'm living this whole life on the air, going out to gigs, doing things, of being a single guy. And when you're living this one thing on the air, then off the air it's a completely different thing. You grow apart. You yeah. know? And it just it it was awful. It was awful, and she I don't even think she ever really wanted to be with me, to be perfectly honest with you. Why was she then? And I did it. I proposed because, I don't know, I didn't think we would live to see 22. <laughs> so that was really, I was kind of shocked when we graduated and we're married and from college. And I'm just like, where do I go from
1: here? Yeah. That's why you, you don't like the one-night stands. Because, I mean, one-night stands really didn't come for me in, in high school, you know, one or two. But those college years, man, yeah. 18 through 24, man, I was cranking them out, you know, getting on a roll. You know, knocking down four girls, you know, in a month, you know, a weekend, boom, move on, move on, move on, and uh, you go to the clinic, get a little bit of penicillin. You know, they know your name. You start meeting some of the nurses there, and oh, here you are again. Here's your penicillin. No cotton swabs today. I know what I got. Right. But uh, you know, you missed out on that whole experience being married, sleeping on the couch, getting laid three times a year. What's that about? And, you know, it really was too. I would sleep on the couch.
3: Right? It was the whole thing too. I'd sleep on the couch or in the air mattress in the living room. It was just a very odd, as I look back on it, like, she was shocked when I wanted to get divorced. And I'm like, how could you have been shocked that this would have happened?
1: How much did it cost to get rid of this relationship? I'd rather not talk about that. <laughs> That's something I'd rather yeah. not talk about. What are you planning to do different in the second goal round? Absolutely Pretty nothing.
3: <laughs> I don't think I'm going to do anything different. Not, well, first of all, the thing I did different is... I think I got a chick that I'm really, really in love with. You yeah, know what because I
5: mean? this is what he tells me. and I don't know if I believe it or not because I don't believe any guy when they say this. And it's nothing against you, but he said he still thinks about her while they have sex.
3: Yeah, and like that, I, I'm actually into sex with my chick. I've never thought about this, the girl I'm
5: having sex with uh, after the third time I'm having sex with her. That's because you're that, sitting
1: there. Don't, don't, not right now. Not right now. Wait, wait, five more minutes. Maybe no, if I drink another beer. No,
5: I just, I just don't. I'm not into
3: her anymore, so I have to think of other girls. Yeah, and I was doing that in my last relationship, in my last marriage. I was doing that pretty much eight months ago. You just in. close your eyes, put your head away from her, and then you just think of someone else. You're thinking about, yeah, yeah, certainly. You know what I mean? But now, with the chick that I'm with now, I mean, we're into it. Mm. And, you know, eyes are open, lights are on. You know, it's really, it's, it's a good thing. And I'm like, well, you know what? What's
5: wrong with you? Lights on, eyes open?
3: But see, that's, that's why creepy. I I'm not... That's why I think... I'm not the one that's
1: messed up. It's you two that can't commit to something. No, I, I'm 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 in between on this. I, I like the lights on type of deal, and I like finding a good girl. We saw those
3: photos of you in your MySpace. You're in between a lot of stuff, sexuality
1: yeah. too. Yeah. You know, experimentation.
3: Right. Whatever. But it's a drink. learning experience, kind of like your first marriage, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Ugh. Oh, it hurt. It really hurt. That was a.
1: I failed that one. So I don't know. It's one of those things you got to go with, and I'm doing it. So were you, were you nervous at all? I know my dad, my dad went through, uh, he had a divorce and before he met my mom, and one thing he would always talk about, he was embarrassed to go get a ring, that mm-hmm. his friends would tease him and stuff like oh, that. Dude. Is this why you're not telling Dubs over here, you know, I, I'm You know, keeping it quiet on the hush, you don't want him, or you actually, did you involve him?
0: I got him he in tried
1: the- to, and then he took it all away. He yanked the rug out
5: from under me. Uh, he tr- said, we're going to do all this stuff together, and there's going to be one big happy family, right. and, that, and then he just takes it away from me.
3: Uh, it is the hideout, Hefe and Dubs, with a new buddy, Satchel Patch, uh, 106.7 WJFK. If you want to get in, eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. 1067 Do we have to break, or can we take it to the top? Uh, ask. Ask, uh, ask Sideshow what he's saying, because I'm, I'm feeling like just keeping on going. Um, But if we have to break, then we have to break, whatever. I got no big deal about it. But it was incredibly awkward going out to pick the ring, because you're there. And I don't have a lot of money. You know, I'm still paying for a divorce. I work in radio. Whatever. I don't have a lot of cash. So going around and trying to give them the price range and then having the chicks uh, that are trying to sell you on the ring, like judging you and judging you based on how much you make. It was just it was really an odd experience. And I kind of wish you'd been with me, Dubs, because it would have made it a little bit easier. I wanted to be there, but and then I uh, I, I got it. I decided I wanted to share it with you. I know you did. I got it. Go home, decide. I'm gonna go ahead and do it tonight. Mm-hmm. I did the classy thing and ask her dad if I could have his daughter's hand in marriage. That's always, always. I, I didn't do that the first time. You,
5: it, it makes like the just like the, the marriage a little bit more uncomfortable. It makes going over to their place a little bit more uncomfortable. Uh, they they look at you in a different light when
1: you involve them beforehand. It's right. a respect issue. If you're taking yeah. daddy's little girl and gonna make her yours, you go to the old man no, first that. you know and <laughs> say, you know, listen, you know, I, I love your daughter, we're gonna do this thing, may I have your permission? He says, Sure. Then then you're set. Yeah, you know.
3: and, and you know, I did it this go around. So, uh dubs, I don't know if you know how I proposed. No, you haven't told me yet. So we're walking. All right, let me tell you about the first proposal, all right? Uh, this, this is what he planned to do. Oh, you... This is how I proposed to my first wife, okay? Okay, okay. Oh, this is so douche-chill the more I think about it. It was so awkward. We are at Texas Tech Love, Lubbock, Texas. Old? I don't know, nineteen, 19? twenty, something stupid. And I take her to... I go, hmm, when am I going to do this? Oh, I know, April Fool's is coming up. <laughs> okay. I'll never forget that it's happening on April Fool's. I'll do it on April Fools. That'd be funny. All right, so there's. That's how it starts. Jokes on you, man.
1: Yeah. Then I take her to a steak and ale. <laughs> I'll take a a t-bone, <laughs> a t-bone and a Bud Light, please. Hide the, hide the ring and, and the t-bone. Right. <laughs> and then right, I get down on one knee in front of everyone, and it's oh man. Did the steak and ale. Did they stand up and applaud? Did somebody come sing? Yeah. yeah did I take? Was Applebee's fool? <laughs> We're crying out loud. Come on, all Denny's. Right, man. <laughs> Jesus. So I did it at a steak and ale. I'm sorry. What? Did you get an appetizer? No, not, no appetizer tonight. Why don't you hide it into
5: a uh, pancakes at IOP?
1: Uh, that I op? That would be more classy.
5: Right. Ordering chicken fingers because he just bought a diamond
3: ring. <laughs> so I did that. Put it on top of a steak and shake. Stop it. So I do it there, and it was just really uncomfortable, and I don't know. Yeah. It, it sucked. Sound it. So this time. I decided I'm not doing anything in public. I thought about maybe taking
1: her to the beach and doing it there. Should have done that in public. Uh, never, never do it in public. I remember I was working at Applebee's one time, and I saw a couple get married, and I thought, what kind of loser gets married all at
7: right. an Applebee's? All right. who,
1: who does that? You know, this up. is our, our special memory. We <laughs> got engaged at the Stankin' <laughs> Enough for you. It's your neighborhood
3: grill. Uh, uh <laughs> Dubs in the hideout with our new buddy Satchel Patch, eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. So I was young, man.
1: I didn't get it. Then. Did you actually get married at the Steak and Ale? No. Did you walk down the
3: cook line
5: okay. together.
1: What do you? What do you? What kind of emotions go through you when you go back to the Steak and Ale? Uh, this is where I first got into This well, the, used the to beautiful be part,
5: my playground. Because then
1: we could celebrate it anywhere in the nation, because
3: they have Steak and Ales everywhere. Or they used to. This is our booth. Actually, <laughs> actually, hey, people in the alcove. I think they. I think they went out of business, just like my marriage. And I really think about it. No, there's still stick nails, around. Right? So this time, I decide that I'm not going to do it in public. So in our neighborhood, we we get the dog, the yeah. new dog that we have together. We have a little family. We got a dog with the name of Maverick. Mm-hmm. Three beautiful cats. So I say, hey, get the dog. We're going for a walk. You know what I mean? She just goes home from work. <laughs> Dubs, only you will be able to appreciate okay. this. So it's a, it's a beautiful night. There's a beautiful moon out. It's cool. We got the dog. It's the mm-hmm. three of us walking hand in hand. You know what I mean? So we're walking along, and we stop because the dog has to poop. Huckle yeah. down. Bow up.
1: <laughs> go bow up in some grass over there.
3: <laughs> so the dog has to poop. Yeah. And I, I'm like, all right, let's just do it here. Let's get it over with. Over a steamy pile of warm poo. <laughs> <laughs> we're here. Let's get it, Let's knock it out early in the walk so that we can talk about it for the rest of the walk. Because, you know, the dog always poops before he likes to do his walk. Mm. So we're there under the moonlight. Oh, yeah. The dog wraps himself around us after he poos, you know, because he's a puppy, you know, and he's got his yeah, leash. He's so. running. So I kiss her and I say, you know how much I love you. And then I give her a little kiss. And I pull the the ring out of my pocket and then bam they dropped it in the poop. No oh, that I would say, been great. Will you marry me? Will you be my wife? You were only on one knee, right? No, on? I didn't get on and oh. I don't bow for no one. <laughs> I don't uh I don't get down for anybody.
1: Except for the girl he lost his or his virginity to or before that <laughs> it's
3: cried. Yeah, but no, I don't do that anymore. I learned my lesson. We're equals. Eye to eye. Dude, she was taken aback. She was shocked. Her words. Yes, no. Uh, no. Uh, over a warm pile of poo. <laughs> yes. By the way, Dubs behind the dumpsters. Oh, <laughs> come on! That, the the worst smelling place in the whole that's complex. What, that's where all the dogs go to poo, and they got the dumpsters <laughs> right there. So that's, that's gonna gonna anybody see you. No. Thank God. Yeah. I would have been embarrassed. No. Nah. He's I, not my roommate. Yeah, <laughs> I even did it, too, kind of like, you know, very inconspicuously where I'm just you not know, sure of the ring. That No one would have known what was going on. You should have taken her to the Everglades so you could have pushed her into the river if uh, anything happened. Come and on. Say no.
1: Come on. So, anyway, there it is. She said yes. Then we continued the rest play of the play wife or chum. How nervous were you? I can imagine. I can't even tell a girl, I love you. You know, something like that, that. It's tough. And, and it's I'm even the, it's one with the issues. It's even tough telling a girl, and I've been seeing this girl for a little bit. I really like her. She's a really great girl. Winter? She's real good looking she no, here? No, <laughs> no, she doesn't. She she's terrific. And and I have problems say, you know, babe, I like you, you know. I really like you. <laughs> I like you. That's what I say, I I like you, you know, I really like you. I don't know how I could say I love you, but even even further than that, will you marry me? You know, some Do of I taste... start with like I love being with you. <laughs>
5: I love eating pie with you. I love doing this. And then maybe you can sneak and I love you. I all. like
3: the way you wash my clothes. I love the way you do that. I love, the, I love the smell of bleach when I come home. Right. Um. So, yeah, man, there it is. She said yes. And, you know, I'm getting married. We're thinking sometime next fall. Next fall? Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. And
1: uh, we're just going to go from there. So an extended engagement. Yeah. This coming up fall? Next fall. Because you know the problem next I fall. did. By
3: the way, it's the hideout. The, the <laughs>
1: Ponderosa's book tell, Benny. King.
3: <laughs> You're such an ass <laughs> oh, country buffet, I can't get in until then. Uh, sorry, Golden Corral. I'm going to take my business elsewhere. But it's going to be this situation of when I got engaged last time, you know, on that April 1st, mm. we decided to get married at the end of that summer Ugh. on July 25th. I mean, if the turnaround was that fast. I just rushed into everything way too much, and I want to take my time this go-around. You know what I mean? Stand there wearing your confirmation suit, getting married in it? Yeah, so I made, uh, I did that. I made the announcement. And it, of course, continued to make uh, news nationally uh, everywhere. Uh, Like I said, the fact that I'm off market was on uh, XM uh, covered extensively by Ron and Fez, uh, our former buddies who used to do nights here at 106.7 WJFK. And I called in to the Ron and Fez show. Uh, to do a live report.
8: Uh, here's our good friend LFA. LFA. Hey.
3: Uh, my parents are in shame because I work in AM radio in Florida. Oh so.
8: well. Which part are they ashamed of? Florida. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> good a quick line. Uh, LFA, we. I heard the big rumor about you. You getting married?
3: Yeah, I proposed to uh, my chick on Tuesday night, and we're getting married.
8: So she said yes. Why do you want to get back into it? You just got out of the last one, right? Yeah, I got out of the last one just about almost four years ago. And
3: um and it I was integrating before this that, thing. like for five years. So I think I found a good one. But the main reason I'm calling, um, Fez, I really want you to be my best man. We're here in Tampa.
8: Wow, Fezzy I, I really, really?
3: Want- I want Fez Watley and Corky Watley and just everybody to really, since we're stuck here in Tampa, I want Fez to throw me the mother of all bachelor parties. You made no
8: friends while you were there. (laughs) No, not at all. Fezzy will throw you a $10,000 bachelor party. I I will not. (laughs) Mons Venus, Fezzy. Got a Mons? I don't think the Mons is still open. It is. Of course it is. We can book it if you want. The Mons will never close the world's best <laughs> bar. I was in there one time, just as I'm putting uh, a dollar in, giving the girl a dollar, her water breaks right in, <laughs> in front of me. This place was so cheap that they had jukeboxes, and in between the songs, the girl would have to get off the <laughs> table oh, and put a quarter in. <laughs> <laughs> When's
3: the date, big man? Well, I haven't decided. That's all on my best man, and when you can put together
8: the bachelor party, and then we'll kind of go That's really that. great, Fezzy. Congratulations. Do it up, big. Do it up, huge. Yeah, maybe just a few people. Uh, we'll I we'll mean, have a few are... people over and order pizza. No, I'd Get like to some do really like something big, please. And some beers. Can... This is a bachelor party, not reach arounds. <laughs> <laughs> How they end.
3: So, anyway, a Fez, I accept. Thank you, and I'm um, looking forward to it. Congratulations.
8: Yay! Now... You didn't want your partner, Jay Dubs to be your best man? No, why would I? Why? I want to oh, yeah, he's broke. Party. Oh, yeah, no
3: bachelor <laughs> party money. Exactly. So there it is, by the way, Rana Fez heard on XM202, The Virus, funniest show in America. Um, Dubs, I would ask you to be my best man, mm-hmm. but Fez Watley is going to be my best man. You know, that's one person I'll stand aside for. And you can be in the bridal party okay. somewhere. You can be one of the groomsmen, if you like. But uh, like I said on the show, I want I've... someone with talent and money to, though, to be my best man. And actually, you're going to be third because this satchel
1: patch is a star. He's moving up so quick. So he's going to be the, fir-
3: the first groomsman. Right now, you're the second groomsman.
1: i tell you something that stood out to me in that phone call. I think I found the right one. This is girl number two he's trying to get married to, and you don't know mm-hmm. for sure yet?
3: Well, no, I do know. But, you know, it's one of those things where I think I found the right one. This is it. I'm going with it. Give it a
1: go, huh? You can never be too sure. Look,
3: I might end up like Larry King. I'm full aware of the fact that I could be like Elizabeth Taylor and I could go through eight marriages. I don't think so. This is the one. I've never felt stronger about Your
5: pocketbook can't handle eight marriages.
3: No, no, please. It can't even handle the 1.5 that I'm about to have now. But whatever. I'm
1: still going to do it. Radio is a tough business to have, be married in. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a tough it's a tough industry to, to sustain a marriage. But this chick has already been through it with me. She's yeah. been
3: through us getting downsized in Orlando. She's seen us on the beach. She was there with us when we almost got New York, if that hadn't flipped. And also, too, even with everything that's going on, being a program director, being back on the air in D.C., she's willing to move. She's willing to come on the air if I want her to. It's a good situation.
5: Let's go to the phones, 800-636-1067. Our comedian buddy, Pedro Lima, myspace.com, slash no filter Pedro. Line one, Pedro, what's up? Hey, I'm putting bitch on Flower Girl.
3: Right, you're down for Flower Girl. No, that's my dog. Yeah, we're going to have our animals there, too. We're going to do a beach Uh, wedding. Are you serious? Yeah. what,
8: What type of Mexican hillbilly (laughs)
3: combo is this? <laughs> Listen, man, there's nothing wrong with wanting your animals at your wedding. I want to have uh, them in a cage for the cats. shoot them at the end. Like, <laughs> you know, you step on glass, if you get to shoot, like, like any of your cats, it'll be amazing. What do you what want? You, right? you want to rain on my parade? What's up?
7: Disappointed in, in these friends.
3: Uh, uh, we've been phone. breaking up on you, man. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Dude, I'm you...
7: sorry, I'm mistakes, man. Uh,
3: All right, well, call us back when you're out of the sticks and you're somewhere where they have actual cell phone coverage. He's broken
1: up like my first marriage. You're really going to have cats in your wedding? Yes. Yes. Why are y'all cat fans? There's nothing better than a cat. There's nothing better to kick than a cat. (laughs) I'm telling you, cats are great animals. I love my cats. I don't like hitting animals in my car. And the other day, I hit a cat on the way to work, and I saw it doing cartwheels cartwheels (laughs) in the street, and I celebrated. I honked my horn and cheered. (laughs) Oh, Doyle rules. Cats? Really?
3: (laughs) Uh, it is the hideout. That's Central Patch joining F.A. and Dubs, 106.7 WJFK, Eight hundred six three six one zero six
5: seven. Space Edge from uh, FBA wants to
3: know if the whole Watley posse is going to be invited. Everybody is invited, especially to the bachelor party that Fez Watley's going to throw for mm. me, except for you, Dubs. Why? I'm going to need someone to take care of the animals no, that night. No, that's might what might your be chick's out, for. I might be out the rest of the night. Oh, that's the other thing, too. My very first bachelor party, my chick was there. My my uh,
1: my wife to be was at my bachelor party. Are you serious? And she what got, are girls doing is she, she got, dancing? She got <laughs> she got more girls? action off the strippers than I did. Girls of at course. a bachelor party are supposed to be dancing, that's it. Yeah. And if you're, you're coming in, you're getting naked. Why why did you allow that? Do you
3: think she would have gotten mad if you said no? I don't know. I was trying to be all cool and progressive. You know oh. what I mean? I hate progressive people. I know. It really was stupid the more I think about it. But that's not gonna be the
1: case anymore. So I picked a I picked a uh, stripper up for a bachelor party one time in a Speedo on the lake. And, uh, he's What's your co- Speedos? It's, Speedo, I don't, it's a Speedo deal. I don't know. something I like to do every now and then. We're at a bachelor party on the lake on this houseboat, and so we, we get these dancers to come on the houseboat, and I get on my little my p row there, mm-hmm. kind of like a canoe, go help them get their equipment loaded up, get them on the boat, and let them dance. And the stripper said, oh, my God, he's wearing my, uh, a Speedo. I look at him, oh, my God, you're about to get naked for a dollar. Get in the boat and shut <laughs> up. <laughs> It's so true. Who are you to judge, you witch? All
3: right, let's take a break. We'll come back on the other side of this. So there it is, Dubs, getting married. All right? Mm-hmm. You got any other questions for me? Congratulations. All- I, no yeah, more. gee, I don't know. Only a whole hour into the segment, I finally get the congratulations from you guys. Well, we have a few people in line
5: who want to congratulate.
1: That, that's a tough thing to do.
5: Congratulations. Let's go, let's go to uh, James on line one. What's up, James?
6: Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, congratulations on a wedding. And actually, it sounds pretty good.
0: I mean, I understand how, uh, some people have, like, uh, careers, and sometimes the other half may not see eye to eye on stuff. And honestly, that's why the relationships don't work. I think, like, you know, with your, uh, dams with the be pretty much like, you know, kind of like a Peter Parker Mary Jane situation where
3: even if she doesn't think it's the best decision, man, she's like, you know, really in tune to you and, you know, your
6: belief in what you're doing. and I'm
3: no, okay. I got you. No, he's right. Thank you for the phone call, dude. But he is right, though, because that was a big deal. She is into, mm-hmm. she likes the radio show. She yeah. likes the heretics, which are the hardcore listeners. She likes, you know, she's been there when, you know, when I've been down and up. And she's she's just cool like
1: that. Do you give her spider kisses? What, what, are, I, what are spider kisses? I do think I hang upside down or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, I see what you said, uh, Peter Parker.
3: Uh, the other thing, though, really quickly, too, is that. Our buddy met met her for the first time, one of our very Mm -hmm. good friends, Lefty. And he goes, man, she's the complete opposite of your ex. And I go, yep, that's why I love her. So that was also a good little seal of approval. And she's let Dubs live with us for a year and a half. I mean, come on. She's very cool. Let's go to line two. Florence, what's up, Flo? You're next.
7: Congratulations on your... uh, Congratulations.
3: Ah, thank you, Florence. I remember Florence. Florence is the listener. I
7: I heard in the earlier broadcast you were... Uh, that she, you found out she was uh, expecting? Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, and you were thinking that you were trying to persuade her to have a an abortion? Yeah, pickle it. What?
1: Pickle it. Pickle the fetus. Yeah. Uh,
7: well, Dump it in mean, the trash. So,
3: uh, well, uh, well, Biohazard, uh, uh, that bitch. Well, uh, well did she go through it or not? Well, yeah. here's the thing. We're, we really want to wait to have the abortion... Until about the 8th month. Mm-hmm. I can eighth manually months. do it with a coat hanger. Where, when we the can get a months, vacuum. Uh,
7: a, yeah, but isn't it, back. Isn't
3: there a federal law saying that, <laughs> that... Laws are for sissies, Flo, and you would know this if you no, listened no, to this no, show no. enough. I never In had fact, kids. I think we're going to do it as an on-air bit. Yeah. And uh, we're going to so count down siss- the days to the I abortion. Think, uh, I mean, the FCC may not approve. The WHO have never heard of this organization.
7: Communication communication? Thank
3: you, Flo, for the phone call. Thank you, Flo. Thank you. Flo, is it that time of the month for her to come on the show? But here's the thing about Flo. She's on meds. Mm-hmm. And usually when she calls, we talk about her meds and the type of drugs that she's obviously not taking to keep her balanced. Let's go to line three, Wildhawk. Wildhawk, you're in the hideout on WJFK. Hey, man,
8: congratulations.
3: Thank you. Wild Hawk is an Orlando heretic. Listen to this show in Orlando. He's listening online at WJFK.com.
8: Yeah, I had a question. Um, Is J-Dub going to be a buddy and have the uh, voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning do the imaging for your wedding?
5: I can get that done, actually. Uh, yeah. Uh, you, uh,
3: you know, that's that's first of all, that's an amazing callback from so many different ways. Thank Have you for the, thank time. you, Wild Hawk. Here Appreciate
1: comes it. the bride.
3: Well, no, this is so what's was, funny. This is what happened. Listen well, to listen this. this story really quickly. I had a buddy of ours, the same buddy, Lefty, that just said, uh, "the the new girl is completely different from the old one." He got <laughs> this is so gay. He got the voice of the Detroit. Pistons mm-hmm. Mason. He knew him by some way. He got him to announce the wedding party. So I I created this imaging yep. that we, as groomsmen in the wedding party, came out to with the guy that goes, Detroit, Detroit basketball. basketball. That guy. And I created this imaging, and, like, we all, like, an announcement. Like, we came out. You know, like and we're, the, and like, now. Like, we're the starting lineup. Yeah. El Jefe. This whole thing, it was incredibly douche-chill. Yeah. And actually, I might do that because we happen to work with the voice of the Orlando Magic <laughs> and, and the, Tampa Bay Lightning. So we mm-hmm. very well may be able to get that sort of a situation going down. All right, got to take a break. We'll take a break. We'll come back. There it is. I'm getting married. I'm off the market. I know for the longest time I've had a whole anti-marriage angle on this show, and I still believe in it. Just not for me and my chick. So we'll take a break. We'll come back. On the other side, Dubs. Do we want to meet the, the other new kid that we've brought into the hideout? I think we should meet the other new guy. I Listen, all right, here's the situation. Let me, let me tease it with this. For those of you that have listened to the show at all, maybe you get it a little bit. I'm the program director of a couple of stations in Tampa Bay, from which the show is originating from right now. Um, I just hired this kid to be a part-timer here at this station. And, uh, and I said, like, there are certain things as a boss – like I can't ask him because he's my employee. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's during the week. <laughs> On a Saturday night, we're in the hideout. And this is not I'm not going I'm not the PD Drew Silva right now, okay? I'm El Jefe and we're in the hideout in WJFK, Washington, DC. So when we get back from the other side of the break, new kid, I got a trillion questions for you. <laughs> I'm he's he's a he's a I love him. I'll tell you this. He's and, awesome. Yeah, he really is. And I'll say this to you about, his, about you as an employee of my stations. I'll put that hot on for a moment. He's a new kid, and he's everything you want in a new kid at the radio station. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, eager, learns quick. Eager, learns quick, uh, has some talent to him. He really is. like he He's a quality kid. Mm. And that's part of the reason why I wanted to bring him on the show. But the other reason I wanted to bring him on the show is because he is awkward. You, <laughs> you are an awkward kid. I'll say. <laughs> hey, listen. where'd you go? Flip. Where'd you go? Flip this one down. <laughs> because listen, listen, my man. And this isn't this isn't anything. I want you to know that you're on our team. And really, the way I'm feeling about this show now, I kind of feel like we're getting our act together, and some big things could happen for us. All right. Now I brought the satchel patch on, and I'm bringing you on, but. One of the things about this kid, really quickly, and we'll talk about him on the other side, talk to him, is that when I hired you, I'm not lying, I thought I was breaking labor laws. I thought you were like 14 or 15. <laughs> he, he he looks young. He looks so, like, beyond young. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought we had a teenager running around, and I'm like, I'm going to give the teenage kid his break. <laughs> Turns out he's 26. 27. 27? 26. 26. 26. Uh-huh. And, and I just got a trillion questions, and we're going to give out your MySpace, and we'll talk to you, and we'll let the listeners know you, but you have no idea how I think potentially you are radio gold. And, and, I, and I see that in you, and I'm going to bring it out, not as the program director, but as El Jefe, the host of an FM talk show. So we'll do that when we get back. Dubs, does it feel good to have characters again? And yeah. Just, it's just a, to have people? This is much
5: better than the last few weeks.
3: i got to be honest with you, too. It's just so fun to talk to someone that isn't you. Uh, quick break. We'll come back. What's it's, it's the Hideout, Hefe and Dubs, uh, along with our new buddies, Satchel, uh, Satchel Patch and Twink on 106.27
4: WJFK. Come on! The Hideout with L, Hefe and J. Dubs. Eat it, whore! Hideout, <laughs> yeah! be so negative. Hang up on the whore next
0: time.
3: Are we on? All right, we're back. It's the Hideout 106.7 to beat JFK. Oh, right. I know. Turn our studio. Turn the uh, S4 on over there. Twink.
4: The computer. There we you go. go.
7: you socks.
3: Beat
4: The Hideout with LHF and J-Dubs. My negative
8: influence. All
3: right, hold on. Mulligan. Let's start it over Okay. Coin. Right yeah. Why you guys
8: feel you have to be so negative.
3: Hang up on the horn. Next call. I-
8: negative.
3: You shut the hell up, sir. Get in a car accident right now. <laughs> Look Get at you. You already got the lung cancer. You beast. Negative. And the face fits, Kick kicking. Negative. We're done
4: with
2: negative. you and your show sucks.
3: It. it.
4: The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs.
2: That's such a negative influence.
3: All right, now we're back in the hideout. Half fan dubs, 106.7 WJFK. Yeah, we got to forgive us. We actually switched studios. Yeah. So things are kind of out of our control. So you know we got a different, little bit of a different of a setup here. But um we'll it's a work in progress. It'll end up being a lot better in here though. Yeah, we'll work out the kinks. Um, we are live on a Saturday night coming up. Joe Radio takes over at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. The great Joe Ardinger continuing his summer series. On Urban Legends. Nice. So I know we'll check in with Joe probably uh, somewhere near the bottom of the hour. For those of you listening on the Hideout Radio Network. Uh, I'm Hefe. That is Dub. We're joined by two new guys on the show. One of the things, you we were listening at the end of the show last week, dopes and I were, um, I don't know, just kind of poor. You know what it is, though? It wasn't. Here's the, Here's the thing. I'm doing four radio shows now. And I felt like the quality of the hideout was slipping, not because I wanted it to, but, A, I'm so tired from mm. what I do during the week. Uh, it's just in prioritizing everything. And just the simple fact that Dubs and I, we see each other all the time. We know each other. We feel like we're almost repeating the same stories over and over again because when you know someone that well, it's good. But at the same time, it can also be bad if you yeah. know him that well, and there aren't, other, there aren't other voices that come into the mix that hear something a little bit differently. And that's why we decided we wanted to bring a couple of guys in that we work with uh, during the week to join us here in the high out a couple of real radio professionals. The first one, we we'll I introduce you to him once again, is Satchel Patch. Here's the, he's the crazy kind of redneck guy here. Um, and you, you don't have so much, but he's from Arkansas. Yeah. He's got a bit of a twang. It's a draw. Yeah, he's got a draw. That's a good way of putting it, Satchel Patch. And uh, he's been great. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's very funny. He's got character. and Without a doubt. And, you know, that was the one thing Dubs and I always said, because we've brought on different guys on this show before. And we always said, if we're going to bring people on, we need to bring on radio people. We need mm-hmm. to bring on people who have been in the business. And want to be in the business. And want to be in the business understand what it takes, the hard work, uh, that, that want to create something. You know what I mean? And I think we made that mistake previously. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so I think we've rectified that. For those of you that maybe didn't hear it earlier in the show, Satchel Patch even created his own open. Uh, that's what I'm talking about, though, already bringing stuff to the table. This actually goes back to an incident that he did with a previous radio show in Arkansas and got busted felonies uh, for handing out gay porn to children.
0: Lurking in the shadows. I'm appalled. Absolutely appalled and outraged. Lip Satchel. That anybody would stoop to a stunt Mm -hmm. like that. They don't know who this man is. Officials say a prankster from a local radio station. Lip Satchel. You're looking at exclusive Fox 16 video. They don't know who this man is. Witness the consequence. That is the Satchel Patch. Lip Satchel. I'm appalled. Ashley appalled and outraged. The man that was wearing the Speedo. Flip Satchel is a team. Officials say a prankster from a local radio station spoiled part of that. Radio
2: personality, Flip
0: Satchel. It's KRK4's Dave Jordan joining us now live with more on this day. Would you find out? That man he is known to listeners as Flip Satchel. Now his actions are creating a buzz of their
1: own.
4: And now, Flip Satchel. Flip Satchel. I,
1: I tell you what, man, it's, it's been fun being on with you so far. I look forward to working with you. And I guess y'all got done with last week's show. I was out at a baseball game mm-hmm. and uh, drunk as snot walking around the parking lot calling my parents around midnight just to see what they were he- the hell they were doing because I had a little buzz. And I got a call from you, and I didn't even remember talking to you, To you, <laughs> you know. To, yeah, and that was the official invitation to join the show. guy, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. Just, you know, let me know. And, uh, by
3: the <laughs> way, I hold the court papers in front of me. We need to talk about this more next week. So yeah. we'll get into this a little bit more in depth next week about what it is that you did. They got you in so much trouble. All right, now we bring on the second half of the new edition here in the hideout on 106.7 WJFK. We've brought on the radio pro. Mm-hmm. Kind of, it, He's not going to be a stunt guy, although I would like for him. He loves doing stuff on the streets and getting people's yeah. reaction and stuff, and so I want him to do that kind of stuff for this show to bring in here, and we'll play it and do that kind of fun stuff with it. But more than anything, he's a character. He's going to kind of help produce. He's going to come on air like he's been. He's, we're really excited
1: about him, but he's, you know, he's a pro. How long have you been in radio, Satchel? Uh, 2000, right, 2004, the same year I got fired, I got hired, and that's when I got started. And when I got into the business, then I realized all these crazy and wacky ideas that I always had running through my head. This is where I could actually get it out to the public you know, and actually do some of these things and get paid to do right. retarded stunts.
3: No, absolutely. So there we got the Satchel patch, been in the business about four years. Now we're also brought on a kid, Dubs, who's been in the business... For about four weeks, on the completely other end, but he has been hired. Started off as an intern. He's here joining us in the hideout right now. Dubs, we were teasing it before the break. All right, we said Satchel kind of looks. Um, who do people ever say you look like? Anybody famous? You ever get any? Uh,
1: I, one time I got on television at a New Year celebration. Somebody thought I was uh, the, the television host. Thought I was Adrian Brody. I think, and I, I I looked him up once, except he has a big snozz or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
3: I could see a little bit of Brody for you, uh, but that's that's about it. I don't know. All right, now Dubs, let's take it to the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. All right. Brand new to the business. Brand new to the business, but eager, and I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna be good. Yeah. Uh, like I said before the break, I hired him here at the Tampa stations, and I hired him because of the fact that he's eager, mm. he's smart. Mm-hmm. Although when I hired him, I seriously thought I was hiring a high school kid, yeah. and that, I'm not, I'm just not lying to you. The kid. Um, Looks like a kid. Yeah. But he's a grown man. Yeah, he, he, he's 26, and I'm not lying. I thought he was 16. But regardless, we would now like to welcome him into the hideout. Would we call him the kid? Or what do what we call him? Well, I them? think we decided on Twink, right? Okay, Twink. Twink, welcome to the hideout, my man. How are you? Very good. Thank you so much for having me. All right, see, now listen already. the yeah. He's awesome. He's radio gold right. manners. You could just tell. You know, he is. He's a very polite kid. He's mm-hmm. an eager kid. All right, Twink, I need you to tell us just about you. Ex- t- explain who Twink is. Well, I'm a sports nut. All right.
9: You love the sport. I you love, love sports. sports. That's like my entire life is sports. All right. Um, now radio.
3: No, not radio at all. Really. Now radio. Oh, now radio. Now okay. radio. But now, and you actually hired you at the ESPN station. So, I mean, that's got to be a dream come true, right? It's been a complete dream come true. Um, you never really knew that you were going to be doing the show like this, and I don't know if you'll even want to after this weekend. <laughs> uh, I right, like here, all right, Here's the thing, mm-hmm. Twink. All right, here's what I got. Dean first of all, do you know what Twink means? No, I no didn't idea. either. Dub's Dub says, "Hey, I got a, I got a name for the kid." And I go, okay, what do you want? I figured the kid would be good. Yeah. Um, by the way, just so you even know, we're in the hideout. So during the week, you know, I, I, I use my real name. You know, I go by Dro Silva, my <laughs> God-given name. Yeah. And on the weekend, though, in the hideout, we don't use our real names. We go by Nicknames. Flip Satchel Patch or J-Dubs, who during the week is Jay Johnson. We don't even give out your real name. It's not even needed. You know what I mean? On right, the, right. On the weekend, you're anonymous. There's no cameras or nothing you're twink all right now
1: uh do you know what a twink is no all right satchel do you have any idea yeah what? he went to boy scout camp and his the little pack of snacks that his mom made for him got robbed and uh there's a bunch of twinkie la- rappers left over in the box so uh twink
3: right no. no that's not it what is a twink dub a twink is is a hairless young
5: man in the gay community who lays there and kind of just
3: <laughs> takes it all right now, Dub saw you in the thing that immediately he said, "We got to name the kid. We got to name the kid Twink
5: because he thinks." I don't know. I don't know if he
3: actually is a Twink. But that's the first thing that popped in my head. Yeah, and so we can work on changing that if yeah. you want. Uh, yeah, I'm
1: kind of going with the kid. Uh, <laughs> the kid. The kid works. Yeah, he wants to go with the kid. All right. I like Twink. Well, listen, Twink is a good name. I actually have a friend named Twink, and it started with Twinkie with that stupid ass story I just told about the Twinkie wrappers being left over in his box at Boy Scout camp. And it was Twink Twinkie, you know, calling Twink. I didn't know I had a, a gay reference or yeah, yeah. Well, Dub's it's not sloppy party bottom is nothing <laughs> <that> left, <bro. laughs> Dub's knows Dub's <laughs> knows everything
3: though. All right, so when it comes to gay names, so um, the kid Twink, whatever, we'll figure out what name we want to call you later. Uh, I just got it. Like I need to know about you. Yeah. So I thought you were sixteen, and you're actually twenty six, right? Twenty six.
7: Do you
5: get that a lot? Like, do you go you to a bar? I get they- carded
3: for everything. I absolutely get carded cigarette?
5: for
9: everything. Have you, you get carded for cigarettes? I don't smoke. I what? get carded for lottery tickets. Do you buy uh, cigars <laughs> to roll Lottery something.
1: tickets I, I get carded for. How old do you have to be to get a lottery ticket? 18.
9: 18? So you got to be
3: 18 for everything.
5: Gambling? Have you ever, have, has someone just even taken your ID and said, this can't be real? Uh, no. You know, you know, no. the, you know another thing
3: we could call them? Huh? McLovin. McLovin? Yeah, yeah. Because if there's anyone, have you seen Superbad? Was that Superbad? Yeah, yeah Superbad. I mean, no. you, you haven't seen Superbad. No,
9: no, I, I haven't.
3: McLovin is a lot less offensive than Twink. Like, if you're thinking anything, if you're thinking as you're listening to our new kid here, I think McLovin is actually a really good name. Yeah. That's not as offensive. You should first of all, you should go do show prep for next weekend show, and you should watch rent. Superbad. Yeah, yeah you got to watch Superbad. Okay. It's, what kind of movies do you like? If you're not watching a Superbad uh, comedy, The
1: Natural. Uh, sports movies sports movies have you seen major pain uh no i haven't yeah no, i no, watched I major it. pain a few weeks ago <laughs> i can love <People> <laughs> that movie that's the best uh all
3: right so mclovin all right i kind of like the mclovin um all right what's your story dude like you're 26 i'm 26 believe how, it or not how did no i don't believe it how, <laughs> did, how did that happen like what's going on there like <laughs> <laughs> what <do you> mean? <laughs> well, yeah what do you mean do you have armpit hair Yes, I do. All right, hold on a second. <laughs> that, that is a good first question. Uh, armpit hair. Now, let me, I want to know, like, from you, because one of the main themes of the hideout, and just life overall, is bullying. People get bullied all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I got to wonder if you have been bullied all your life. Have you? Not all my life,
9: no. When did it stop? Uh, probably not even in
3: high school. Really? Right. Right, because every because you seem like a you seem like a really good kid. So was it eventually to the point where they just left you alone because you were just a nice guy or what I, was? I it? guess I don't really know. I never really thought about it that much. Really? Yeah. Dubs, if you if you knew McLovin in high school, what would you have done to him? No, I, th- this kid, I would have taken it under my wing. Really? This kid's great. Like we're doing now. Yeah. Right. What, but like you, so what do you think would have happened to McLovin though? What do you mean? Like, get picked off?
5: Oh, by, like, b- the jocks
9: and everything? Yeah. No, nah, he would have, you know, gotten Did you the, ever the, end the up atomic in a or? No, and that kind no, of stuff. No, no, not at all. Really? Not at all.
5: Did you play sports?
9: No. I played Stats. basketball in uh,
3: middle school. Manager? Uh, Yeah, actually. All right, see, I can see that where yeah. he's a manager. All right, listen. All right, I guess I should have asked you this before I even asked you to join the show. Are you a real religious kid? Uh, I used to be, but I'm not really. Well, I mean, it's not going to keep you from being on the show. I don't care right, either way. Right. Actually, it would be nice if the show had a conscience. That's, so, that's me. Yeah, oh, yeah, <laughs> right. That's you, the guy that's been with hookers. The people are speaking. Um,
5: it was a religious main, experience. Um, Space Edge says, twink over McLovin. Well, I don't know, though, because he is very much McLovin. Yeah, he is. And if you've
3: seen Superbad... That's the kid that we got right there. I, I do agree. That's a great name as well. And I think he's a little bit more down with a McLovin than he is yeah, Twink. Definitely. Are you... That's why I didn't want to tell him. I wanted to find out on his own as the weeks went by. You yeah. Know, what Twink meant. Yeah, but still. Then he doesn't really have a choice. All right, I should have let Satchel Patch and Twink know this, too. Hef, uh, Dubs and I have a... We have a really bad habit of the people who leave this show end up hating us, yeah. and and we don't want them to. Like we want to try to have good relationships. We've I don't keep friends. I don't think we could ever do anything to upset Satchel Patch. Oh, I've just, seen him upset before. Yeah, but I don't think we could do anything yeah. with him, to him. You know, I want to make sure that the relationship we have with McLovin, and that he doesn't leave the hideout hating us and crazy like Chunks is. Mm-hmm. Chunks <laughs> is our former producer. Who is
5: legitimately insane now.
3: Yeah, he has really? he has gone insane. He lives somewhere in Virginia, uh, constantly cursing our names. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had another guy that joined the show, Matt Albert, who I even had live with me, and he hates the show too because somehow he thinks that I've wronged him. And Tommy Bateman, our former producer, uh, he doesn't. He does. He's pretty indifferent towards us. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I don't think he hates us anymore. Or if he does, he might just hate me. But I really don't care about the kid, so whatever. Um, well, now he hates you. well if he cares about me then i care about him but if he doesn't then i don't care okay yeah i mean whatever i got i got no beef with the kid all right you know what i'm saying all right so let's get back to you mclovin listen here's the question and whether or not it's offensive or not you can let me know but we gotta know have you ever felt the sweet friction are you the 26 year old virgin or are you a man yet If you'd rather not answer, all right, I think I'm getting the answer. I think I'm getting the answer, and no. It's okay. You are a virgin or you're not a virgin? Uh, No, I'm not. er, I am a virgin. Oh, oh, wow. (laughs) All right. Now, listen.
1: Congratulations. Yeah, he's more of a man than I am. All right, let's say that.
3: And listen. Seriously. We're we're not here to pick on you, all right? Okay. I, I really genuinely mean that because here's the thing, boys. Here's the thing, Satchel Patch. Here's the thing, Dubs. Yeah. This is our demographic right here. Mm-hmm. The kid, McLovin, is our demographic. He's a 26-year-old kid that's into sports, that's into talk radio. NCAA. That has not gotten laid. That is the prototypical hideout listener. And, and we got and we got to make sure we're entertaining this kid when we do this radio show. And we got to make sure,
5: on behalf of the, all the listeners, you're going to represent them. Do we get them laid at some
3: point? No, no,
1: no. Absolutely not. I think it should come natural. Like we were talking about earlier during the break, you know, I lost my virginity to a girl I called Lizard Skin. (laughs) You know, for crying out loud. Honestly, she was a scumbag, and the whole time I was on top of her, I'm sitting there thinking you spend way too much time in the tanning bed. I don't even know her name. Her name to me Uh, and forever will be Lizard Skin. I don't know the name of the girl I lost my virginity to either. Uh, And I married mine. It should be special. Right. This is something we should be celebrating. We got two reasons to celebrate tonight. Uh, all right. Here's the other thing, too.
3: Uh, I got this uh, from an email, Dubs. Uh, we should call him Butters. And Butters? <laughs> what? And you and I, I that was a name that I had originally also said, too. Do you watch South Park at all? McClubbin. Occasionally, but not enough to know Butters anything. Butters is the blind kid that, uh... Does that make me Cartman? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I am. All right. So, and listen, again, like, we might make a joke or two, but it's okay. Like, we're not judging you. We're not even telling you you're a bad person or anything for not having any action yet. Is there anything in particular that you feel has kept you from the ladies? Are you not interested? Are you, are you not, I mean, is it like. That, That one's easy. That one's easy. My
9: confidence.
1: My confidence level. Confi- All right, well, that's good, then. We know how to start, then, as far as when it goes to confidence. I actually talked about my confidence level being low and how I can't even tell a girl I love you when I don't know how you would actually say, will you marry me? Confidence is a big issue when it comes to guys talking yeah. to other women.
3: Yeah, it's a hideout. half a and Dubs joined now by our two new buddies, Satchel Patch and McLovin. McLovin Butters. <laughs> M- Twink. I don't know. There's a McButters? lot. Butters? McButters, McButters is actually pretty good too. McLovin, all right, he likes McLovin. All right, you got to do your research though. I will. I we will. need you to watch Superbad, okay? And I think you're going to see a lot of yourself there in McLovin. Watch a couple South Park
1: episodes. You need to watch some South Park episodes. Smoke <laughs> cigarettes. Yeah. And and
5: actually, that's how I uh,
3: really kind of roughened up
5: my voice a little bit. Was
3: pick up smoking. And you also too need to Google Twink. And really look into what a twink is. And then once you look at all that, you can make the final decision. But it's confidence that's keeping you from getting laid. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I can definitely say because he's not a bad-looking kid. No, not at all. You're polite. He's, yeah. A, he's well, polite. Yeah. He's polite. But see, that's the problem, though. Like, you gotta um, you got to butch yourself up a little bit. Well,
1: yeah, you have to play kind of in the middle. You can't be a complete... Jerk. I don't know. Women like to be backhanded now and then. <laughs> but, <laughs> Sometimes. See, but see, that's the difference, though.
3: Are you look- every now and then? You can't do it every day. Are uh, you looking for a like, comeback? Are you looking for a, like a relationship kind of? Have you ever? Ha- right, here's another question for McLovin. Mm. Have you ever had a girlfriend? Yes. Okay, so you have had girlfriends before. Yes. How? Oh, hold on. But before we ask, all right, let's. We're gonna ask. We're gonna pretend like he's not in the room, okay. even though he's not in the room. All right, let's go between us right here. When do you think the last time he had his girlfriend was? Satchel Patch. Last
1: time he had a girlfriend? Yes. Oh. Three years. Three years? I'm giving five. Dubs, you're going to give him five? He's 26. God, can, I re- can I redo mine? Yeah. I'm going to high school. You just took mine because ah! I was going to say high school. Middle school then. All right. <laughs> All right, let's go. M- McLovin, when was the last time
3: he had a girlfriend? Let's see. It's 2008, so mm. that would be four years. Four years, though. Thank you. You're right on. What ended the relationship, if you don't mind? Again, nobody knows who this girl is. They don't know who you are, so you can be Right, honest. right. It, it just got weird. Yeah.
9: What yeah. do you mean it got weird? It just, it just, I don't know. It's kind of hard to explain. Like, how
3: long were you guys together?
9: Uh, about four months. Four months? Really? And
5: uh, did, you, did you, did school you get school or work? Or?
9: I, I was kind of doing both school and work at the time. So you just met a chick there? Did
5: you get any leeway
1: with her? Did you get... Uh, Stinky uh, fingers? He, yeah. <laughs> Stinky fingers.
3: (laughs) All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, I now we got to find out. Like now you've answered that you're not, you know, that you are a virgin, which again is okay. Mm. We're not picking on you. Like, but we need to know where we stand. And this is what I'm liking. Like, here's what I'm liking: the nice cross section of the hideout. Now you got me. Guy's about to get married. He got that coming from the table. You have Dubs who represents uh, closeted homosexuality. What? You got Satchel Patch who's a real man. And here you have little brother. We got a little brother, yeah. uh, McLovin, who hasn't gotten laid yet, but, you know, we want to help him get his confidence and get some ass. Uh, have you kissed a girl? I'd yes. I assume yes. Have you, second base is usually boobs, no. you know, boobs and, you know, that kind of thing. Been there?
1: No. Wow. Whiskey helps confidence. <laughs> <laughs> that, I take a few actually, shots.
9: actually, I found uh, the other night vodka helps confidence.
1: Rufy's nice. does, too. Yeah.
3: Um, all right, here's what's interesting. Here's what's really interesting about this kid. we got to take him under our wing. Mm-hmm. we got to make sure that this kid uh, becomes somebody. He, Because I'll be honest with you. By the way, we're in the hideout 106.7 WJFK. Previously, we got a kid like this in our grasp, and we destroyed him. We would destroy who he is. Mm-hmm. He would end up hating us yeah. almost on the verge of suicide. Yeah. We've done that before, mm-hmm. and I don't want to do that. No. That wasn't any fun. A little bit. I, well, little but bit. it was. But you know what? You felt dirty at the end of the day. Hmm. You know what I mean? You felt dirty. You so now I want to I want to be a positive role model in this kid's life. I want people to want McLovin to get some ass. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 800-636-1067. 26 years old. Never had a chick. Biggest thing is confidence. How do you even begin to fix confidence, dubs? Um, I think... One thing you have
5: to do, you have to just go for it when you're drinking, and I think if you can just get a little leeway with some liquid uh, courage in you, once you're sober, you'll think, well, that didn't go that bad when I was, you know. Part
3: of the problem though is the kid's look, because he looks like a kid, he looks like a teenager, he looks like. Can you girl grow loving. facial hair? Yeah, yeah, I can. I would, I would, I would definitely try to al-Qaeda it up no. and really grow out a <laughs>
9: no. beard. No, I go can't stand a beard. Don't get an eighteen-year-old.
1: We get an eighteen-year-old legal girl. I mean, a girl that's eighteen, barely legal. Get some of that action. But I tell you what, what you you got it. You can't overthink things. That's mm. something I used to do, yeah, and I still too. do. That, confidence, I do that. Confidence is still an issue with me to where you know you're running over. What should I do? What shouldn't I do? If I make this move, who cares? You know, I've been slapped by girls before, and and I'm sure it'll happen again. But yeah, I've been turned down before. You just got to do it. Don't think about it, and just. But see, forever.
3: That, that's easy to say. But I got to say, if I was going to relate to anyone else on this show, it would be Twink over there, McLovin. I would identify with him more because I have I have confidence issues. The two of you are from a completely different world because you guys have no problems going out on the one-night stand. Mm. One of my big issues with the one-night stand is that I would never, I don't have the confidence in myself to go approach a chick. Just that happens to be at a bar. So I wouldn't even approach her, much less strike up a conversation or anything like that. Conversation. (laughs) We weren't talking about talking. No, (laughs) but you have to at some point say hello, and I never. Do you have a problem just even approaching chicks, Twink? I mean, McClovin? If if I don't know him, yeah. Yeah, it's obviously a big deal.
5: No, this is kind of personal, but I'll answer it too. Do you uh, do some manscaping? You know, do you shave? Different areas. You what does that have to do
3: with confidence? Because
5: yeah. once you start doing that, once you because I did today, I used some there and I really got the whole area nice and <laughs> nice and trim. Right. Yeah, you, you feel proud to show it off at that point. That
3: helps the confidence. I think he's not to that point no, yet. No, I, right? I I
5: started doing that way before I got laid. It makes it look bigger.
3: Yeah, 800-636-1067. Hmm, what do you do for some confidence? Vodka's good. Vodka's kind of girly, though.
1: i tell you what, uh, oh, something you could do, go get a job at a restaurant or something like that. Restaurant Those, industries yeah. have filthy women, and it's nothing but ass-grabbing, you know, and, and, and... There's there's so much uh, sexual inner inter- inter-
3: work sex going on, too. Yeah. All right, Twink, you're fired from the radio station.
1: Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> get a part-time job. Yeah. No. a lot, Flip. Radio pays like crap, man. Get a, get a part-time job at night. Go work at a restaurant. That's where all the good money is. You're you can not do fired. Both. You're not <laughs> fired. Of I, course.
5: I got felt up by some eighteen year old at the back of a pizza hut. Yeah, That's
3: great. They're,
5: they're gropers. We
3: used to call them senior gropers. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Because then you know what? That also helps you too. You begin interacting with people. Do you interact with people a lot? Or are you just on the, the internet a lot of times, McLovin? No, I interact with people. Do you? You are around people? Yeah. Do you? Ha- do, what a girl like normally when you're around a girl? What does a girl usually say? Is she like, oh, you're so, you're so funny, or you're so cute, or you're such a, you're such like a, a nerd. Uh, what, what do they say?
9: Well, an example I could give is uh, I've had a girl recently call me hot stuff. Uh, hot stuff. <laughs> what's this? I, I don't know. i where asking fifty. Were you guys got the soda pop shop?
1: <laughs> Poodle skirts, milkshakes with two straws.
9: Maltes. I mean, I've, I've experienced both ends of it. I've had uh, nerd Ew. and hot stuff.
1: Right.
3: I, I, so. It's... All right. Tell me about the. Tell me about the hot stuff, girl. Like what? Like what? What's her what's her story you know what i mean like was she was she because you just recently graduated from a school right so yeah sure all right uh we just graduated you know you just graduated from a school so like was she a classmate or like what is it yeah yeah classmate do you find that girls pick on you a lot or like
1: do you feel like they tease you at all no no not at all hmm. I'm telling you, I think maybe the best thing for this guy is to get a part-time job at a restaurant or something like that because some of the filth Mm. walking around there, I mean, it's easy. It's a good way to interact with women. And and that really builds the confidence
5: up, too, because you don't even have to have sex with them. It really gets you used to, I don't know, approaching.
9: Dealing uh, with whores. Yeah. Right. But I'm not all about filth, though. That's the difference. Yeah, Yeah. but you you, got to get a little dirty. No, well, you mean, listen, I understand the kid. You, you don't
5: know the excitement that comes with waiting for a test to come back. Dirty <laughs> girls are great. Yeah. Uh, you, you you wear a condom, but you, you still aren't too sure. You, you, you drop five pounds that week, you're like, uh-oh, there could be something majorly wrong with me.
3: Uh, you are in the hideout. It is El Jefe, J-Dubs, our new friend, Satchel Patch, also our new friend, the kid, Twink McLovin Butters. Mm. And uh, we're here if you want to hop in, 800-636-1067. Dubs, what are your initial thoughts? Uh, let's pretend the kid isn't here right okay. now. McLovin, what are you thinking about the kid? I love him. He's gonna bring.
5: A, we all have different aspects of life we're coming out of. You know, we have Flip now over here from Arkansas, uh, has a felony <laughs> pinned on them before for handing porn out to children. children. a
1: charge, not convicted. Yeah. <laughs> I plead bargain to misdemeanor.
3: Right.
5: Uh, we have you who's. Uh, Sappy vagina. What? That uh, is getting married. We have me, who's just a swinging uh, single man, what are you out there getting about? all the the stank on the low. All right,
3: here, do we want to talk about what you're going through right now? No.
5: No, we don't need to talk about that.
3: Yeah, oh,
9: that? yeah. yeah. Wait, we, we, we have an option to not talk about stuff on this show. No, no, you don't. No.
3: Exactly. Hey, thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Good job. That's what him. he can add. <laughs> yeah, that's what he can add. The kid just put you in your place. He did not. Yes, he... he did. The kid just put you in your
5: place. About whoa, wait a second. We can't listen. I work internet girls right now. That's my, that's my place in life. You what? Internet girls. Like uh, on. on no no. <laughs> no, no,
1: no. No. You 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 find girls on the net. Do you ever do that? I've never done it before. I well, thought you were talking about trying to get your computer screen pregnant. No, <laughs> no. I, I have I have had sex with one of those webcast girls though. The ones yeah. that, what? the yes. ones that
3: You I, mean your hand? No. no. No, check this out. First of all, it is the hideout, half and dubs, one oh six point seven W J F K. Eight hundred six three six one oh six seven. Let's you know, I shared an experience of mine previously. Uh dubs you want to share your experience first let's talk to joe joe radio real quick he wants to pop in real quick joe joe ardinger joe radio coming up at nine o'clock what's going on joe
6: you there joe oh hey sorry guys hold on all right no no problem (laughs) oh we're just uh we're just Uh, talking radio business and then all of a sudden i'm on Oh uh, well, I was told you were ready to go. My bad. Yeah, well, I was ready to go, but then we were, we were dicking with the log. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's coming up tonight on the summer series, Jeremy? Uh, tonight, well, you know what? I'm breaking into the summer series because last week the phones got hot with the gas prices. So I lined up a guest uh, named Doctor Robert Zubrin. He he's got a book called energy victory and we're going to talk about collapsing opec with ethanol so we're going to destroy all the ethanol myths like we don't have enough corn and all that this guy's going to straighten us out and he's not a quack he's actually a rocket scientist
3: well you know i'm actually uh i'm a big believer in biofuels right Uh, believe it or not i really think that they are the. he's really a fan of anything that starts with (laughs) bi and he's (laughs) bi-curious yeah well biofuel curious don't judge me um, so you got that coming up tonight, hitting gas prices.
6: Yeah, yeah. And then we'll carry on with the summer series. And in, in the next coming weeks, we've got UFOs and uh, Bunny Man and all that good stuff. So. Fantastic. There he is, Joe Radio. Hey, I got a question for you. Yeah. Uh, you got a puppy. What kind of dog is it?
3: I have an Australian Shepherd Jack Russell Terrier
6: mix. Wow. A mutt. <laughs> right. That's cool, man. I Why, love dogs.
3: all right
6: thank you joe appreciate it my man
3: there he is i I thought it was good so we just wanted to know what kind of dog i have that's no big deal
1: all right where were we internet chicks you're you're searching the the Wide web for yeah. i I do that you Uh, had sex with a webcam girl uh, yeah a webcam girl you know one of those girls who
5: uh use those big plastic and latex things on themselves uh for guys for like 20 bucks for 20 minutes to watch watch on the webcam I guess. Yeah. You, sure. You know about that? No. You can, you can buy that? Well, let him... It's like, the, a,
1: it's like a peep show. You you know what peep shows are. Yeah.
5: Where the girls are behind the glass.
1: Now, this is a real in-life peep show. This isn't yeah. going on on your computer.
5: Well, the, it it's like one of those real-life peep shows, but it is going on on your computer. And I found one of these girls that was in the area, talked to her for a little bit, and uh, ended up... Did you do her webcast? No, I didn't do it online. <laughs> I, uh... I didn't do it online. She wanted to... Uh, do a little bit online which i said would be fine if i didn't have to show my face but we didn't end up doing any of that
3: really yeah and you never talked to her again no no i I, I was more and done with that one and dubs has a lot of distinguishing tattoos so if any of it was online like you would have been able to tell that it was him yeah so now getting back to the original point in which mclovin called you out on hey some stuff we can't talk about on the show you don't want to talk about what you're going through right now? No, I'm just looking for uh, girls online. I, I've been
5: doing
1: that for a while. We talk about that. I have found one girl that I've been talking to. Is she a whale? Um, I'm the one I, person to do that, and, and he ended up marrying a beached whale. Found really? her over in North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, my Actually, my sister ended up getting married online. Yeah,
3: with it, that, really,
5: with a huge guy. <laughs>
3: this is back in like 1995. Yeah, when it was really creepy to find people online. Yeah, now that's what of, you do. Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I I I'm not into that kind of thing. I'm more of a, let's go hit up the local bar scene, See, find some stumbling girl, and what's up? <laughs> See, I used to be like that, but now I think I've lost the uh,
5: the feel for that that game because there's a there's a, diff, there's a certain kind of uh, way you look at it when you're out and about. Uh, when you're when you're picking up girls like that, that you kind of lose that way of looking.
3: See, I'll be honest with you. I'm so glad I'm, I'm engaged now, because I don't I don't like doing anything. You that. never did it before anyway. Yeah, but I don't like it. I don't like the whole idea. I, I'm, I'm really it's like I, spinach. How do you know you don't like it? Or you've never tried it. I identify
1: with the kid, man. I don't like approaching chicks. I just don't. I'm on the fence with this one because I I see both sides of it, yeah. and I come from a good family. My parents are both very nice. Obviously. I Raised All my bad a criminal. on my own, you know? <laughs> and I would, I would think, you know, my parents, you know, they've been married for 30-some-odd years, and it's like, how did I come from this nice home, and my, my parents didn't teach me to be this scumbag, and why is it that I treat women the way i do it i often thought of myself as a scumbag for, for the hookers the uh you know <laughs> these tramps the one night stands the lizard skins the you know professor mugs of the world what's the uh, professor mugs <laughs> well she looked like a 32 year old librarian so we <laughs> called her <laughs> professor mug uh old lead balls you know uh stinky britches i mean I, w- I didn't know the girl's first names we had nicknames for them chewy we had a I date a girl that was six, four, I'd be in the room with her, and I could hear all my roommates <laughs> <laughs> You know? And it was like we couldn't I could never bring a girl home long enough. It's, it's like I didn't it didn't matter if I liked her or not. And usually she wasn't that good looking anyway. It was if my friends liked her and uh-huh. if she was acceptable around them, if she wasn't they would run her off in a heartbeat. Right. But um it even got to the point when I moved this area, I almost stopped that whole bar scene. I really hadn't done it yeah. in, in two years. We got to hit it.
3: the bar together, everybody. It's uh, <laughs>
1: this was more of an Arkansas type deal, and I didn't do it down here. And actually, I found a real nice girl that I've been I've been with for about four months now, and this is the first time I've really been Baker? this involved with a No, th- that I've been this involved with someone. For four months, you know, I, I've dated girls for four months, but you know, as like, I really don't like. Y'all you hold hands. I'll do. It. Yeah, we hold hands. We have sex with the lights on and stuff like that. So uh, it's the way to go. Fancy. You know, I, I tell her I like her. <laughs> I hadn't figured out how to take that next next step, but she's. I good. I like to
5: act like a momish. I don't do any electricity while I'm having sex with the girl.
3: All right, yeah. unless it's a webcam girl. Yeah. Um, it's online. Yeah. Uh, let's let, let's kick it back over to the to the twinkster, McLovin. Yeah. Um, so what do you think? You want first of all, do you want to hit the bar with all of us. Sure, sure. Is that sure. something that, do you, do you like to drink? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you do, you don't. I mean, it's I'm not be... a
5: huge drinker. Yeah, I'll d- drink I mean, a little bit. But... I don't
9: do it often, but when I do, I have fun. Right. No. Beer, <laughs> liquor. What are you into? You said uh, vodka earlier. Vodka. vodka. Beer or vodka. Right. Beer I've guy. done an occasional Jagerbomb, too.
3: Nice. Look at you living on the edge.
1: <laughs> That's and a good how, how are you having a problem with your confidence with these Jagerbombs? <laughs> Those are confidence builders. Man, step by step. If, if
3: you get a girl a Jagerbomb, she'll at least talk to you. You know what I mean? That, yeah, like, I love those. That's very easy. That and Azima, you guys are really going to have a nice party for the rest of the night. <laughs> Azima,
5: drop a Jolly Rancher in
3: it. You're set. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, he could so be the guy that's, like, providing the alcohol at all the high school, like, parties. Mm-hmm. You know, he's McLovin. He really is McLovin. I'm really liking that more than anything else. More than uh, Butters? Butters is good, too. McLovin. All right. Very good. Um, What's your problem with Butters? He hasn't I, seen it yet. He
1: doesn't right.
9: know. I don't know. I I
1: yeah, just, he he is a, a Butters type character though. You have to watch South Park and find out who Butters is. You you got that Butters effect to you. Yeah, there's no problem with that though. Um, it is the hideout. half
3: fan Dubs 106.7 WJFK with our new friends. So you have trouble approaching a girl. Um, you have to ha- you have to be drunk. You also too. Uh, you've only kissed a girl. How many girlfriends in your
1: lifetime have you had? Gosh, not many, not many at all. Like maybe like two or three. Uh, yeah, one. That's where I'm at. Three. No, it's not. Three, three girlfriends. I swear. I right, well, girlfriends. But how many chicks you been you slept with? Oh, uh, over fifty. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's what's interesting though. I start I stopped counting. I started going by years. How many girls I sleep with last year? You know, I can go yeah. back two or three years and it's, it's a blur. McLovin, you look at a guy like Satchel Patch.
3: Do you look at him like you're a whore? Do you look at him like you want to be him? Like, how would you look at Satchel Patch? Uh. Well, I have to work with him every day, so. Oh, you can be honest. He's not going to this. What we're doing in the hideout is completely unrelated. Yeah, we don't. To what we do during the week, we okay. don't carry it over. Yeah, we don't. Uh, I. If he is what he is. I scumbag. I, See, <laughs> I'll, it, scumbag. I'll be honest. I judge him. I judge him. I think he's dirty. I think he's a <laughs> whore. I think that um, he's funny, but I also think at the same time he could use a bath. So when I look at him, those are the things that I really think. Like, I look at him and I think, let's see, he's had this disease, this disease, this <laughs> disease, and I don't know that necessarily I'm I want to be his friend. But that's just what I think. That's that's neither here
5: and nor there. I, I think he's got this disease, this disease, this disease. It's more uh, stuff we have in common. Yeah, it's that's great. That's two, awesome.
3: Two birds with one stone, gonorrhea and chlamydia, one shot. Yep. Yeah. And now we're kind of kind of see how it all lines up. I think it's gonna be me and McLovin versus Dubs and Satchel Patch. I'll take on that battle any day. I yeah. listen. I, I got her back. I think awesome. we're gonna be fine. Awesome. All right. Well, there he is. Those are our new friends here in the hideout, J Dubs. Yes. What do you think about him? You like him? I think it's gonna bring a lot more to the show. i um, I now let me. This add- show has felt terrific. Yeah, let me ask you this. McLovin, will you come back next week, or do you hate us? No, I'll come back next week. Good, all right, good. I don't want to drive you away. No, no. And realize that what we're doing here, if you don't want to come back next week, I won't i will not hold it against you from the regular job. No, no, I, I want to come back. Good, awesome. I can, I can't really tell with the kid about genuine excitement yeah. yet. I'll be honest. <laughs> I always feel like when I'm talking to him, like I might be on the verge of offending him, and that maybe I have.
1: Well, Radio... Radio is a business where you need thick skin, and you've got to take your lumps. That's what all of us have done. When we got, I mean, come on. My first job was wearing a Speedo and Gay Pride parades. Talk about embarrassing, you know. I've never done anything. That's confidence builder right there. You want to build your confidence, go out in the midst of, go right in the eye of the hurricane and just be filthy with it. Hey, yeah.
3: Dubs, I did get engaged this week. Yeah. And one of the things, a couple of things, though, audio-wise that I wanted to play for you. Uh, I went to a baseball game this week in which a guy proposed to a chick... She said yes, so that was actually pretty cool. you know mm. what I mean I'm like, I thought I did it better walking the dog behind the dumpster after he well, just dropped the deuce When, you, when you're doing at
5: those big events like that, there's such a pressure to say yes for, uh, by the girl you know the, the, it, I don't think it's a fair thing to do.
3: But here now we actually have one of those situations where a guy, Set the whole thing up. Which one did you pull, Dubs? Which one? Is this the... This is the one over at the Houston uh, Rockets game. All right, here's this one. Here's a little hideout download for you. You want to talk about lack of confidence and maybe rejection issues, McLovin. Don't worry, because it'll be nothing as painful as this.
0: (laughs) marriage proposal going on in mid court right now Jerry. I really can't imagine uh, doing that. You know that's that's under pressure, isn't it? Well whatever you did work because you're still married. How many years? Forty years. Forty years so yeah. I think people ought to be asking you well, how to do it. Well I tell you if I'd have did it that way I wouldn't have got she'd have probably need me while I'm down there but uh, <laughs> you know what I'm just waiting once for the for the gal to say no, okay? If, yeah
4: uh, oh, you know that would be
0: uh well she has to say yes there. She may say no as soon as they walk off the court.
4: Oh, I think she's saying, I can't do it right now. <laughs> so, I, I really do like you a lot, but
3: uh, let's just be trained. Uh, look at this. Wow. <laughs> she's running
5: off the court. Well, And now the uh, how do you... the uh, mascot's helping uh, the guy off the court, like patting him on the head. She stood there for a second as the guy got down on his knees. Covered her mouth like she So you didn't really know what Surprise. her reaction was going to be,
3: yeah. And then she goes and whispers something in his ear and runs off the court. <laughs> Google Proposal Houston Rockets, and I'm sure you'll see this on YouTube.
8: How do you like that? These basketball proposals.
3: Well, I, you know, I was just joking when I said that.
0: You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, know. <young> boy. <laughs> boy,
4: that, uh, that uh, young man uh, probably probably get
1: over it in uh, 10, 12 years or so. The dude walked away the dejected. That's a pre bar tab, if there's ever been one. Yeah.
0: Tracy, yeah, you know, Tracy McGrady's laughing, people laughing people at him on the court. I haven't seen that Is this one. real? Yeah. Have you? No, I haven't. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's, uh, that's why this
3: league, uh, it, it's amazing. It's um, where amazing happens. Right and, and so it was actually this year. I'm telling you, if you can find it on YouTube, you got to go look it's at hilarious. it. It's hilarious. It's Funny because the guy's down on one knee, she says no. And there was another one for the Wizards mm-hmm. that happened not too long ago. Another guy got rejected at a Wizards game. Uh, exact same situation. He was dressed up in some mascot outfit. She's looking for him. Then he takes off the outfit. And she's like, "Oh my God, what are you doing?" He gets down on one knee to propose, and she bolts. Yeah, she, she runs away, and the dude's stuck there like a schmuck in the in the outfit, just like a clown. Mm-hmm. And you got to thank God. How awful, how awful would that It happened that, be- that on videotape. Being able to look on back, YouTube. Yeah, at YouTube
5: now. Then now everybody can just, with a stroke of the finger, can see your embarrassment.
3: Man, now that's part of the reason, too. I didn't want to there's do it in public. There's actually
5: quite a few of those on YouTube. I know there's one where a guy goes up, uh, like a band is about to play, and he goes up before the band's about to play, and it's in front of a huge crowd, so it must have been a fairly big band. Um, And he's like, thank you to the band for allowing me to do this. Brings his girlfriend up on stage, kneels down, and then she runs off the stage. Just like, for some reason, they can't get away from the guy quick enough whenever they embarrass him like that. And uh, then the band goes out, well, we thought that was going to be a tough act to follow, but uh,
3: (laughs) yeah. Well, here's what's great, too. Like, you almost got to wonder if these guys are crazy. Mm. And maybe this is a chick that that they're just kind of friends with. Yeah, you know and the what guy, I mean? And the
5: girls really don't see it coming because they aren't even really dating.
3: Yeah, you know, and they and that's why they run off. They're like, oh, my God, the guy's a psycho. You yeah, know, he just said, hey, call me up. We're going to the game. Then all of a sudden he decided to propose. Like, I always want to know the backstory on what exactly there has happens something there. Going
1: on. It's, it's dude who says I love you on first date. That's mm-hmm. exactly who it is. Because, you know, you talk to girls, and he, you know, if you're friends with a girl, you, you know, I went out with this guy on a date and he said, he's in there saying man. I love you, you know. It's, that's who that dude is. He's dude who says, I love you on first date. Is, that, shot back. is that you? My, that,
3: well, listen, I knew with the girl that I'm marrying now, I knew like two weeks in, I knew I loved her. I uh-huh. told her. I, I even told her, I go, listen, you don't have to tell her back. I I love you. Oh, that's I, tough. Yeah. It that, is, but I knew. Douchey. And I, It's not douchey because I'm about two to weeks. marry her, you puss. Two it's weeks. not douchey <laughs> at all. Douchey. It's manly. When's was the last time you got laid? I don't want you to feel bad, McLovin. Yeah. When was the last uh, time you got laid, Dubs? Six or seven months now. No. Oh, yeah. Point yeah. Like, yeah. Point and laugh. Everybody point and laugh at uh,
1: Why? Because. Because you're going to get the same for the rest of your life? And it's good. I'm sure it is. And I'm okay with that. You just need a slump buster, is all. Yeah. Slum that's, a, that's all I need. And so that's the way it works. You go on... You, you I, get I, hot streaks, you have cold spells, but once it comes, it's like women can smell it on you. Yeah. Like, you go through a drought. and That's then the it's scent of a skank. And then they, by they the way, don't rise.
3: Dubs was a virgin for nineteen, the first 19 years mm-hmm. of his life. So don't feel bad
5: about it. You don't need no, to worry about it. No, I don't, I don't at, at all. The, Good. Once the floodgates uh, open, though. Watch
9: I'm th- out. I'm actually uh. more concerned about the fact that you guys think I look like 16. Really? really? Yeah. You never heard that before? Well, I knew I looked young, but I didn't think I looked that young. Yeah,
1: you look really young. I thought you were a teenager, to tell you the truth. Really? Yeah, I thought you were a teenager, and I, I remember asking these two characters.
5: here. Actually, everybody around the station like, "Hey, guess how how old the new kid is?" I'm
3: like, "I don't know, 18? I I, I honestly, because I you know I don't you can't ask that when you hire somebody. Right, right. And I honestly thought you were 19 years old, which isn't but isn't bad, you know no. what I mean? And, I, and even knowing your real age now, I still hire you. I don't age to me
1: doesn't matter. Knowing that you do a good job doing what you do. I don't care about how old you are. I tell you, it pays off in the long run, too, man. You're 30 years old. You look like you're 22, 25, something like that. You're 40. You look like you're 30. Dude, I'm
3: 30, and I look 47. So I don't even want you to worry about it. Okay. Enjoy it. Uh, Half Bozo rap you got going. Listen, don't judge me. Don't judge my hair. It's none of your business what happens in my life, okay? Even though you're my roommate. Mm -hmm. I have to live with that. Dome. I don't want to hear it. You ain't even sniffed nothing for like eight months. You ain't even sniffed it. You're just looking at it in the virtual world. Yeah, Texting not bad. It. Texting it back and forth. It's so not bad.
9: Can people go on to your MySpace and see mine and see if they think I really look that
3: young? Absolutely.
5: Yeah, I got your MySpace. I'll put you up at my top eight.
3: Okay. You may want to change your name though to McLovin. So McLovin. Yeah, change yeah. your name. Okay. Well, and we're gonna be on. You're gonna be on my top, and you'll be on the top and the hideout page. Uh, MySpace.com slash radio. This is the crew. I feel, I feel good about it. I like you boys. Sacha Patch, I think you've done good on your first night. Not too shabby. Yeah, not too bad at all. Dubs, I'll give you an F. I think you really could have brought your game a little bit stronger. The kid outdid you. He outwitted you twice. How? How?
1: He, he, he yeah. put you in your place, man. He put you in your How? place. How? Listen, I, I don't want to talk about that right now. And, and this guy sit here and bears his soul on the, oh, on the radio and puts it out You're to hear there. a lot of stuff as it comes through.
5: I do not hide a lot. What do you, a and I, lot. I still do. There's some stuff that doesn't go said on everybody's end.
1: You're right about that. But you threw me into the lion's den. Hookers, he's been hooked right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, yes. that
5: is true. You threw him under yes. the bus. Because you're afraid to talk about it over on the uh, sports side. Well, and I think he should be, but he shouldn't have to feel bad about it here.
3: That's right, because we're in the hideout. We don't use real names. Nobody can see who we are, so we can be real. That's whenever you call, you use a fake name. I didn't even pay for sex.
1: I paid for it to leave.
3: <laughs> that is true. That's the way it happens. All right, my friends. Dubs, you feel you feel infinitely better leaving this yes. week than you did last week? Yes.
5: I felt dirty. I was tired.
3: Yeah, I kind of... I was tired from carrying the show, carrying this big bastard on my back the whole night. It was tough. All right, I'm going to need you to pull weekend shift <laughs> next week. <laughs> All right, sometimes it will carry over. All right, my friends, that's going to do it for a Saturday night in the hideout. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us during the week, the Insta messengers, hideout radio on AOL. You can also email us eljefe.jdubs uh, at gmail.com and then to the MySpace. Check it. We're going to make some updates. Are you any good at MySpace at all? No. Central? Me either. What about you, the kid? No. Alright, we got to... We, maybe we need to get somebody else in here. You, <laughs> you two are fired. We need somebody that's real good with MySpace. <laughs> geeks. Yeah, that can make everything look really uh, nice and Notice he looked course. at me when he said geeks. Yeah, well... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder. <laughs> um, all right, my friends, that's it for us on a Saturday night. Thanks to Sideshow, holding things down, and uh, on 10800 Main Street, Fairfax. Joe Radio comes up next. Of course, you know him, Joe Artinger, and Joe Radio tonight. You're going to find out everything you need to know about ethanol. And, uh, can you drive yet, kid? Yeah, you got, you yeah got a license? I got a license and a car. What? Or a truck, actually. Nice, look at you,
9: living a little high on the hog there. You don't uh, drive with mom and dad? do it all on your own? Yep.
3: yep. Nice. Do you live on your own?
9: Uh, I don't make enough money to
3: live on my own. Yeah, gotcha. I understand that. Yeah, Dubs doesn't live on his own. Yeah, don't so, worry about yeah, it. Yeah, he can't judge. All right, my friends. We'll see you guys. Until next time, this is something you boys need to say. Way out, bitch.
9: 5,000.
7: 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000.
4: to the floor, step on them hard, step on them hard, kick him to the floor, cause I I'll be smacking my hoes. I'll be smacking my
3: hoes. I'll be smacking my hoes. Not interested.
9: I don't I five
7: thousand